be scarier for parents than youngsters. After all, they're worried about their little ghosts and goblins who are out trick-or-treating. So here are a few safety tips from Punchy, the spokesperson for Hawaiian Punch Fruit Punch. Tell your children to stay in the neighborhood and to trick-or-treat in groups. Younger children should always be accompanied by a responsible adult. Choose costumes that are loose, reflective, and fire-resistant. Always check the candy your children bring home before letting them eat it. Best idea of all, why not have a Halloween party at home? A Halloween party for the neighborhood gives everyone a, a chance to dress up and play games. Yes, remember, Halloween needn't be scary to be fun. Puke noise? No, no one it's wants really to hear good. you do a cat puke okay, noise. Listen to it. Listen to it, right? Uh, they go, they go like this. They go. Remember saying no to this? I'm just listening to it, anyways. Edit that out. Oh, it's going. Yeah. Don't you dare. I can see the dis the subscriber numbers just Don't. dwindling uh -uh. as we speak right now. Uh uh. Plummeting. I'm gonna give my rating for the movie right now and refuse to do it later. Well, you'll just edit that. Yeah, I can. And then just tape it on the back. My, my powers are unlimited yeah, here. I can God pick damn. and pull from anywhere. Pick it. Pull it. Tow it to Golf Mill Ford. Remember that bit from the state where uh, the one mm -hmm. lame guy mm -hmm. who was never in the show revealed that he was the editor, and then oh. the rest of the episode was just like him in every single shot for no reason? That's a good, That's a good bit. bit. Great bit. Yeah, it's good to have bits. Great bit. <laughs> It's good to have Ben bits. Garant, maybe? Was he the one? I don't know. No, he was on the show a lot. Um, I don't even remember who that one was. You think it's a fucking loser. You think it's to be the editor? Kenny Marino. That guy. Hey, I'm Kenny Marino. He, he was handsome back when he was a kid. Uh, and then he just started looking like a sleazeball from Long Island. Yeah. Further into his 30s he got. That was then weird. then he made that funny, too. And then he rounded out of that, and now he's just like 40 or 50. Yeah, what's he doing And these he's days? just got that, like... I haven't seen old Ken Marino. In Alcoholic nothing. fat dad face. Alcoholic fat dad face is a cottage industry in Hollywood. Alec Baldwin's been pulling in lots of paychecks doing that for a lot of years now. Yeah, he looks like a more attractive Matthew Perry right after Friends. Matthew Perry, um, was that his like bobble-headed, extremely skinny phase? Or was that his like fat alcoholic phase? Fat alcoholic. Okay. Because so. he was off the pills. He was off, off the, yeah, off, the off hillbilly the blow, heroin. And then all of a sudden. It was Oxycontin. He was real oh, bad on that. <laughs> fucking, he was, wasn't he getting like, were they getting a million an episode? Is that, is that what, what the famous deal was? I think so. Friends, yeah. So yeah. like. Or was it a hundred grand an episode? No, it was definitely yeah, a million at I least. Think so. when they For like the final yeah, season or so. some shit. <laughs> what sort of fucking hilljack idiot is bringing in that much money and is addicted to fucksy, fucking Oxycontin? <laughs> Uh, just do blow like a fucking real human being. Yeah, like somebody with a little self-respect. Jesus Christ, Matthew Perry. Could we be more white trash? 
I'd say pull yourself together, but this was a lot of years ago. We're not talking about relevant <laughs> things. <laughs> we, we generally don't discuss uh, no. current issues on this podcast. Mostly because we're not aware of them. That's true. Unless they're somehow related to out. old stuff. Pretty checked out. Like, I know that I recently saw the Friends people, and they look very scary. Even Ross? Um... Probably. Yeah, probably. Right? I would imagine so. Remember when they tried to put him in movies for like five seconds? I mean, I remember one case of people him were being like, a romantic lead and everybody fucking just poo-pooing it instantly. Did they try more than once? Yeah, was there two or three like, Ross yeah, movies? two or three Ross Like There was a while there where he'd show up as just like, hey, I'm Ross in a movie for like a couple minutes, yeah. but like that's different than being like, we're going to sell this movie with Ross on the right. poster. Right. And I liked how like they'd be like, "Hey, we just have Ross in a movie, and he'd be playing the Ross character." But like uh, in the movie, they're like, "Aren't isn't this guy a fucking drip?" Wait, wait, are the rest of the friends not going to show up? Because we watched that show for the rest of the friends. Yeah, don't put the schwims in your movie. It's like it's- I never liked him because he fucked Natalie and Brulia. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought she was famously. just uh, famously married to that guy from Silverchair. That was she, after. She went on a run. Yeah, she th- was. Through the cast of Friends. I want to say he plucked her out of obscurity when she was an Australian soap actress. Oh, wow. And then I he like brought no her idea. stateside and was like, hey, this is my girlfriend. She's trying to get a recording contract. Just Natalie Imbruglia and Dude from Counting Crows just running through the whole cast of Friends. Just, yep, running the two trains of them. They, on all of them. Yeah. God bless them. That's right. Um, sh- but yeah, that's gross. If you're going to fuck one of those dudes, at least fuck Joey. He's a himbo. Yeah. He's a sexy himbo. Yeah. Or at least fuck Matthew Perry in the 80s when he was like on... He Wasn't he on... He was, he was on, on, was a, he on a few sitcoms yeah. before Friends, but none that I can recall. He... Was he on a Fox show too or just Joey? He had to have been. Was he in... Two guys growing a pizza place who was in that no, show. That's Nathan Fillion. Um, man, who else? That's uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God. Who else that's has been on that fucking show? show was star-studded. Yeah, they had a lot remember. of people. I think the girl was the only one that was never famous. Mm, was that trailer Renee Russo. I don't know. I think I remember that girl being a girl who's famous for being in like six failed 90s sitcoms all oh. in a row. Oh, no. It's the same girl I'm thinking of. Like, they just kept putting her in sitcoms. It was like, hey, this new thing, Boston Common, it's going to be huge. Boston Uh, That didn't work out. Let's move you to the next one. Is that the one? Wait, Boston Common's the one I like. You like, no, which is the one about the school? everyone likes Boston Common. Is that the one about the school? Yeah. I don't like that one. Hillbilly Southern guy has to move to cosmopolitan Boston. Oh, no, wait, I do love that one. World's colliding. Everybody loves that one. Yeah. He's the guy that was later on in Yes, Dear, which I love. Absolutely. What's the Boston Public? Oh, that was I don't the like that one, one hour drama about a high school. I that, do uh, like Shy McBride, though. Rashida Jones launched her career on, and Five-ish Finkel uh, sunsetted his career on. There's a lot of huh. a lot of stuff going on there for the short-lived. Huh. Weirdly short-lived, because I remember that first season, it was like, or at least how they were promoting it, it mm-hmm. was like it was the biggest new thing on television. Yeah. And it like, only lasted a couple seasons and was uh, fucking done. I think Grey's Anatomy derailed it. Grey's Anatomy, that, uh, I think that's still going. I think, I think so. they're in season like 23 now. My wife. I don't, she, I don't know anyone. She watched who's a lot of that. Seen, I remember like my little sister and her friends watching it. Right. But that was in like 2003 or something. Yeah. I haven't heard anyone 
talk about watching an episode of that in a decade at least. Maria, how are these shows still on? Burned through a lot of seasons. That, of that, that show. and Supernatural. She's a big fan. Well, she's of all these, caught uh, up on Supernatural. These, these long lived. Hey, new episodes drop this watched month, by buddy. no one but her TV shows. Uh, nay, nay, sir. Supernatural has a fan convention that sells out year after year. Yeah, I'm sure. They pack a couple hundred lonely, frumpy women into that thing every year. That's sure, it's the same ones every half, year. Half have, the having half, a great time. Half the amount of most conventions because they're twice the size. Boom! I see what I did. Probably go go to that thing just to do some tomcatting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I was like, you want to go? Supernatural guys. I'm sure they show up, but there's got to be runoff. Oh man, they can't, they can't take on all those yeah. ladies. If anybody asks, just tell them you like Dean. Uh, that's the the guy from uh, Gilmore Girls, right? He plays the character Dean in both shows. I'm pretty sure, uh, which is just very strange. I don't know. Very, very strange. One of the brothers. Uh, he was a real drip in Gilmore Girls. I can't imagine him starring in his own show. One of the guys is named Sam, and the other guy's named Dean, and they're brothers. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know which one's which. So I just for all these years, Sam and Dean just sounds like a songwriting duo from the '50s. Sam and Dean Winchester. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just call them both Dean, and so okay. I'll just refer refer to them as shorter Dean and mm-hmm. taller Dean. Right. And taller Dean, yeah, he was in Gilmore That's Girls. That's definitely in Gilmore Girls. And he was also in the Friday the 13th reboot. Oh, um, I might have watched that drunk one night, but not really. All those Platinum Dunes movies. Like, I watched them all once when they came out. Jared in like The 2000s, but... None of it sticks in there. They really didn't do a very good job with any of those movies. And then his brother, Shorter Dean. Other than Halloween 2. That's Anson Jekylls. And he... Rob Zombie one. He was in... Batshit crazy. The My Bloody Valentine remake. Definitely didn't see that one. I Big did, fan of the original My Bloody Valentine. Travesty the, remaking that thing. The band or the movie? The band and the movie. They're okay. both great. That's cool. We'd fucking throw a party some night where you... Watch the movie and have the band play. That'd be a great. If when I turn fifty, that's how I want to. That's how I want to celebrate. Yeah, and then put some heavy distortion over this and uh, wash out the drums, and mm-hmm. it'll be a My Bloody Valentine we're gonna, album. We're as gonna well. create a baby oil and blow wall of sound from now on. It's gonna, we're not gonna have to say so much stuff. It's gonna be a lot more noises from now on. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot less work on our end. Yeah, it's a good strategy. You'll dig it. Nate and I will just carelessly just breathy talking to the mic uh, periodically just good movie for four and a half bullets we're really laying into them but we both like that band quite a bit yeah. fucking that album from the 90s that's in my top five albums of the 90s right there hey nate it's up there with weezer's pinkerton fuck yeah put your valentines away though and get out your pumpkin pails <laughs> who's Valentine's Day was in February. Well, we were talking about my bloody. We were talking about my bloody Valentine. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Turn in a phrase, buddy. You know, it's, it's called amazing. a segue. Yeah, unbelievable. Tremendous. Fucking professional. You gotta be a real fucking slob to have Jesus. Valentine's shit still laying around. Just everywhere. I just... get that we've been in quote unquote quarantine and whatnot. Probably since Valentine's people, Day. People still talk about that like it's a thing. Like, oh, we're in quarantine, blah, blah. And it's like... It's just the way we're living, man. No, we're not. Look around. Yeah. Have you been outside your house? Because apparently not. And apparently you're the only one that hasn't. 
The world isn't still in quarantine. I went Why to... Why is everybody on, on the online talking like we're still in quarantine? I went to pick up food from a restaurant last night wearing a mask like a responsible mm, adult. That's right. And the 12-year-olds behind me mm-hmm. couldn't believe that they were being forced to put on masks. Ugh. What? I've never heard... Masks? Like, legit- I haven't heard of this. Legitimately, this they were... What is this a thing? They were legitimately with their mom were just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I was like, you're just going to let them talk like that? Mom, what the fuck? Quit being a bitch and tell these dicks we're not putting masks on. Mom, God. I didn't know you were taking us to a restaurant for pussies. Heard a... Uh, f- Heard tell from uh, our our bartending friend, uh, Akira, mm. that a Saturday night at the uh, old dive bar was... The busiest night they've ever had, I think she said. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night? The busiest night they've ever had? Ugh. Fucking quarantine. Yeah, right. Mm. All these people on Twitter keep keep dropping the word quarantine. Mm. Not in Indiana. You go home to your White House when you get out of the hospital. You take your mask off and you high-five everybody on that balcony. Did you, you, see, did you see Trump going back to the White House? Did you see that did footage? Yeah, he did that today. Oh. He was struggling getting up those steps, man. Was he? I think they fucking like shot him full of roids so he can do like one last photo op thing before he just goes in there and dies in the Lincoln bedroom or something. (laughs) And he took his mask off as soon as he got out to the top of the stairs. I I like his Vince McMahon. Plenty of people around everywhere. All the White House staff fucking mask off. I like his Vince McMahon like ruse where he's just like, can't let him see weakness. 100%, which also makes me wonder how long till fucking Vince McMahon gets COVID. Uh, it's gotta happen. I, I you know assume. that guy doesn't wear a mask anywhere. I assume he's dead. Hey, speaking of Halloween, they're bringing back Halloween Havoc. You excited? Yeah, I'm super stoked. Spin I haven't the wheel? watched a make the deal? pro wrestling show in a long, long time, but I'll okay. fucking make an exception for the comeback of Halloween Havoc. That was my favorite fucking shit in the early 90s. October 28th. Halloween themed pro wrestling show? Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. As long as they bring back the giant inflatable pumpkin for the stage. Yeah. Or you got around, to. You got to. Take a hike. Not interested. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have some drinks and watch it. Hey, Matt, we got a, we got a podcast here. Why don't we move into this intro? That's right. We don't talk about wrestling no more, you hill rods. We're talking action movie extravaganza palooza. It's baby oil and motherfucking blow. Drop your top That's and kiss your ass goodbye. Same name. How's that Time. for an it's intro? Long run. It's pretty great. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, fucking awesome. Drop your top and kiss your ass goodbye. That's a great catchphrase or tagline. There, there's a tagline to this podcast. Boom. And that's it from now on. Yeah. Good God. I'm just magic on the mic. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. Oh, with me, as always, he this week? is... Who am I going to be this week? The Gunther to my Rachel. He is Nate Adams. Oh, hoy, hoy, everybody. I haven't seen much friends, but I... Do recall you enough know of it to know who Gunther yeah. was. He was that weirdo uh, dude who stalked Rachel at the coffee shop. He correct? worked there. Yeah, a little yeah. fucking little fucking wiener. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I'll take that. Yeah. He he Been had, creeping around a lot of uh, coffee shop waitresses in my day. He was the most complex character on the show. <laughs> uh, it's the first week of October, so you know how we do on this fucking podcast. We got to have a whole new theme going down it's mostly to keep us engaged we gotta yeah it's something for us to think about we need some structure to this goddamn thing or we'll just go off in all directions like herding cats we gotta we gotta hurt ourselves. like cat puke of course it is october so we gotta made it in 
we gotta we gotta get our love of horror movies, and we gotta just take our uh, long-standing thing where we talk about action movies, and we just gotta interweave that shit. Yeah, every every October we're gonna have to fucking interweave that shit. I'm right doing there. that. I'm doing that thing with my fingers. Mm, when you, yeah, we're like you it's take a thing. Your style it's and my thing. style, right. we'll just interweave them. Yeah, you follow, you get it. Hey, Becca, Steven Tyler PJs, Steven Tyler PJs. It's Monster Mash all month long. That's our fucking theme. That's our new theme, Matt. I love it. It's going to be a graveyard smash. I could probably do a year-long Men theme. versus monsters. We're talking fucking monster flicks, creature features, four of them, all fucking October long. You mean man in the biblical sense, because there's some chicks kicking monster dick this month, too. No, we got some chicks in these movies. I we, think. We might have to uh, go back and you change wanna, the schedule okay, a little bit then. I don't want to talk about anything yeah. that involves yeah. women, unless you know they're dropping their tops and kissing their asses goodbye. Hell yeah, dog. Let's get into the rundown here Boom. of today's film, the, the first rundown. film in our Monster Mash series. Uh, the rundown this week is being brought to us by Corn Mazes, just oh. a tremendous Midwestern tradition that we do every October. Yeah. Fucking get a big tractor and cut your cornfield into a maze. Mm. Fucking charge all the local kids a couple bucks to go run through it. All the fucking rubes. It's one of the... Uh, holiday traditions that hasn't been butt-fucked by COVID-19 so far this year. It's really? outdoors. You can fucking keep distance from people. Oh, that's a good idea. Corn yeah. mazes are still going on. Yep. Get some mold cider afterwards. Wear a fucking jacket. I don't know about cider. It's nice. Well, they got those little apple cider donuts usually. Those things are fucking delicious. I don't How like can you none poo-poo of that. those? What I don't like you, none of that What are you stuff. talking about? What planet are you living on? I don't know. I just don't like apple cider. What do you do when you go to pumpkin patches and haunted hayrides? Never been. You just... You just bring a flask, don't you? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> or sniff glue out in the parking you know, lot. People doing drinking cider and eating these fucking donuts. Yeah, another hit of that rubber cement. <laughs> oh, the good stuff. Always pop for the rubber cement with the brush, with a little screwing oh, brush. Oh, yeah, you got to pay a little extra. High end, baby. The rundown is of the movie Tremors from 1990. That's how we're kicking the whole thing off. Yeah. With Michael J. Fox? <laughs> No, no, no. But this isn't. Oh, that Trevor's, was late nineties. Michael J. Fox story that, uh, that was made late the 90s. TV uh, biopic about Michael J. Fox. That thing. This is a film with a runtime of ninety six minutes. Ooh, beautiful. Budget. It was a cool ten million dollars. Oh, that's also beautiful. Not, not a lot. It was very thrifty. Gross. Brought back sixteen million. Not that's bad. A hit. Not great. But you know where this thing's making its money, baby. VHS. VHS, VHS rentals. Enough of those where you're going to get like six or seven more Tremors movies. They're just going to keep coming and coming and coming. 1990, man, could you... Betamax probably still around in 90, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Man, I'm trying to think. Like everybody had one uncle who still had those things going on, maybe. Yeah, might have died in 89. I might not have made it to the 90s. Director of this film is Ron Underwood. That's a cool name. He of Pluto Nash fame. I know you're a big, big fan of that. With... Eddie Murphy? That's right, yeah. Wow. This was, this was, I think, what he did directly after City Slickers as well. <laughs> so that movie was outrageously successful. Yeah. Tons of money, like awards fucking uh, attention. And then it's just like, you know what's next for me? Fucking Tremors. I respect that move. <laughs> I, I like seeing B-movies in the 50s as a kid. Stars of the Tremors. Let's get into it. This is an ensemble cast. Absolutely. Uh, at the head of it. Have Hitters. is one of the heaviest hitters of the, the era right here. We're talking Kevin Bacon is in this film as Valentine and McKee, one of two hillbilly handymen who are kind of our main characters a little bit. They get tangled up in a monster attack. I'll tell you what, 
Tell me what. I'll save it. Okay. That's a tease. We'll do it for later. Well, sure. That's what we call a tease in the industry yeah. here. Just know that it's important. Kevin Bacon has some uh, horror movie bona fides. He was, of course, Jack in the original Friday the 13th. He's and Jack, uh, psychopathic rapist Sebastian Kane in the badass movie Hollow Man. Is it really good? I remember it being outrageously bad, but yeah. in that way that like uh, Rennie Harlan directed it. So it's oh. like, hell yeah, like this is a fun watch right yeah. here. That's the one where I got stranded at the theater. And I had to watch Perfect Storm. You are a hollow man. And Ted. Of his, your own. Watching Ted his, Perfect Storm. Ted and his buddies watched Hollow Man while I watched Perfect Fucking Storm. dickhead. Yeah. I guess that one had Diane Lane in it. And it can't be all bad. I just remembered George Big Diane Clooney Lane and Mark fan. Wahlberg. It's just the two of them on a boat for two hours. Fred Ward is also in this film as a fucking early bass. Is Bass? Is that his early? That's know. his fucking name, Bass? What's his, is it that. early? Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird name. He's the other hillbilly handyman. He was the captain in The Crow Salvation. You're going to remember that really well, I'm sure. Also, Joe's dad yeah. and Joe Dirt. I was going to say, mean, he's Mr. Dirt. Yeah, Mr. Dirt, Joe's dad. Probably the, the fucking, peak of his career. I would fucking have, Walt I would have Dirt, have man. Finn Carter is in this film as Rhonda LeBeck. She's a grad student who knows about seismology, and she's kind of like the b b b babe of the fucking movie. Ish. <laughs> yeah, as much as they're fucking is one in this film. Uh, she's like not an actress. She was just yeah. been in like every soap opera ever. You might know her from Tremors. Yeah, she's literally she was in your uh, favorite China Beach. So <laughs> you don't remember her from that one. One Life to Live, I think. Like, literally, this is just a soap opera actress who they got to be the female lead of this fucking film. Super weird. Yeah. Michael Gross is in this film as the legendary character Burt uh, Gummer. Uh, I think he goes on to be in, like, every one of the Tremors sequels. Do you want me to write it down for you? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so he is in Tremors 2, mm -hmm. where they grow legs and turn into turkeys. He's in right. Tremors 3. Back to Perfection. Back to Perfection, okay, yeah. where uh -huh. he's back in his little only war bunker. Uh, it's also very low rent. He's in four. That is the prequel, Which correct? is the prequel. But he is Tremors in the it, beginning, playing like his ancestor correct. or something, like fucking Marty correct. McFly style. Yeah, yeah. He's in Tremors 5. Which I think I saw a little bit of on Sci-Fi when it was on at the bar a couple months ago. Seemed pretty promising. Tremors. Unless that was Tremors 6. Is there a Tremors 6? Tremors 6 is Tremors Cold Day in Hell. Oh, is that like a one in the Arctic? There's uh, Arctic Tremors? Or is... Because that sounds cool. Six, five, one, five and six have Jamie Kennedy, I want to say. Oh, Jamie Kennedy's definitely in the one I was watching at yeah. the bar one night. One of them, I want to say it's... happy to see him. I want to say five is Cold Day in Hell, and then six is where he and Michael Gross and Jamie Kennedy have to go to Africa mm -hmm. to fight Would, would you say Tremors. Malibu's Most Wanted? Is that a... Uh, peak using white guys acting black for like comedy purposes oh i think that was a year or two past year yeah well <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so was there any cases of that after malibu's most wanted oh no better question. i don't think so <laughs> you think yeah. there any cases where that was he put that, that one used after he put that one right to bed right to bed hey where you learn that from grand theft auto 3 work can i bought it you got a uh, playstation 2 no nah, i got gamecast gamecast well, there's GameCube and then there's Dreamcast. What you got? Well, I said I got GameCast, oh, man. Damn, I can't afford it. My bad. I'm just trying to help you out. You want to know the big news, though? Oh, big Jamie Kennedy news? Yeah. Yeah, 100% always. 
He and Mike Gross are reprising their roles October 28th in Tremors 7. Tremors 7. It now, drops okay, this October 28th. That's the same day as Halloween Havoc. Oh, should we do game, a twofer, man? man? Oh, fuck. I think I'll probably be at work that night, but uh, I don't know. We'll figure something Come out. Come over afterwards. We'll get gassed. Watch them. So, so Tremors the series. What do you know about that? That was in was 2003. That? that was a sci-fi original. Michael Gross is in it, and then it's a whole bunch of nobodies. I can't believe Michael Gross was even in the fucking series. Yeah. He's made it in everything. Now, the thing that I can't figure out is Michael Gross wears an Atlanta Hawks hat in every movie except the last two in which he's wearing a Cubs hat. Perhaps uh, Atlanta Hawks made some administrative changes that he doesn't agree with? I don't know. Hard to say. It's possible. Hard to say. So yeah, he is the gun-obsessed doomsday prepper character. You know him from all the Tremors movies and also as being Gordon in the Vanilla Ice movie Cool as Ice. Duh. Yeah, you gotta remember that. Duh. Reba McIntyre, famed country music legend, is playing Heather Gummer, Michael Gross's wife, the other half of the doomsday prepper gun-obsessed couple. <clears throat> she also played Reba in the TV show Reba. I uh, did, a, did a pilot with uh, one of the stars of that show. Yeah, it didn't get picked up? No. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> Bobby Lee was also in it, star of the You gotta be kidding me. Of, of the guest Bobby with, Lee was uh, in a pilot that didn't get picked up? With Pauly Shore. Who's, who's in charge of the these networks guests, these Whatever days. that was called. Victor Wong is in this film playing a character hilariously named Walter Chang. At that point, why even give him a character name? Just yeah. call him fucking Victor Wong. He's the store owner of the local general store here yep. in the small town of Perfection, Arizona, that the film is set in. Uh, he was the Gramp in Three Ninjas, of course, uh, but probably most famously, he was the character Mr. Wong in the sexy 90s erotic thriller Jade. He's fucking Egg Shen. Egg Shen and fucking Big Trouble in China, whatever. Come on, this guy. I think Jade is much more... Uh, our listeners are gonna know that one. Fucking Maria's that happy redhead guy from yeah, from the CSI. Linda Fiorentino getting all naked. Ooh. Man, Jade was sexy. Uh, Tony Gennaro is in this film playing Miguel, the old Mexican dude who just uh-huh. hangs around the entire film. He's cool. He's got a horror movie connection here. He is the bus driver who tells the girls, the young ladies of the craft. To watch out for weirdos out there. Mister. To which Fruza Bulk says. We are the weirdos, mister. Uh, I also wanted to mention here, because he's got a little bit of horror movie bona fides, Robert Jane is in this film as Melvin, the annoying teenage boy who everybody hates. He's pretty cool. He was Perry in Night of the Demons 2. Yes, he was. Also, he was Homeboy Another t- number two and Can't Hardly Wait. Speaking of uh, <sighs> movies that utilized white guys acting black for comedic purposes. Look, that movie gets it, all right? <laughs> 100%. Like, it gets a pass. Tagline of this film, Tremors, uh... The monster movie that breaks new ground. That's very clever. Very clever. I support it. Let's get into the plot of this film, into the nitty gritty. Hick Handyman, Val McKee, and Earl Bassett can... Okay, Early Bass. This is what it said on fucking IMDb. Earl Bassett. That makes a lot more sense. Can barely eke out a living in the Nevada hamlet of perfection. So they decide to leave town. Despite an admonition from a shapely seismology co-ed picking up odd readings on her Uh. equipment. (laughs) Before Uh. long, Val and Earl discover what's responsible for those readings. 
30-foot-long carnivorous worms with a proclivity for sucking their prey underground. Know your fucking audience. Who are they writing that for? I don't know, but I love it. It's a great fucking plot synopsis. I don't uh. know exactly where Letterboxd is pulling their info from these days, but whatever database, that's, that's what they had. Uh. I'm just going with whatever Letterboxd has. The shapely seismology co-ed admonishes them. That's not a scene in the movie. Also, no, definitely like we get a scene where it's established that she's not all that fucking shapely. That's the entire point of her fucking character. Yeah. But, you know, that's not for us to discuss now. That's for us to discuss in our next segment that we're going to get into right now. We get to you. It's called Bullet Points, motherfucker. Where we read all the bullet points in our fucking notes. We take notes when we watch these movies because we're professional. God dang right. You know, a lot of people are like, I can have a podcast, I can have a podcast. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff you don't want to do that you got to do. That's right, yeah. All right? This shit is work. Yeah. So, all you idiots who don't take notes and you just ramble and then you don't even edit your podcast. So, like, we got to listen to all your fucking rambling. Yeah. These things are unlistenable. This Um, is a professional podcast right here. Um... Um, you ain't gonna get yeah. any of that shit. Do you know? Usually, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it though. To a point, we're the Joe Rogans of drunkenly talking about yeah. mo- movies. I've always said that we are the Joe Rogan of the podcasting world. I just need to start believing everything you say, like Joe Rogan does. And just be like, bro, are you oh, serious? Are you, that's crazy, bro. Like just me reacting to whatever you tell me is the truth. To me, you should be covering these sorts of things. <laughs> I'll tell you why they don't talk about it. Why is an MDMA legal? <laughs> Yo, you ever done drugs before? It's a fucking cool, dude. Yo, I'm Joe Rogan. Welcome to the show. You ever do drugs, bro? <laughs> All right, man. Uh, what's, what's your first bullet point? Do you think do you think he was already doing those drugs? Or do you think uh, fucking Andy Dick turned him out on the set of news radio? I think radio? Andy Dick very famously turned him out on the set of news radio. Yeah, yeah you know he fucked him. He's, Andy Dick's dog talked a lot about how Joe Rogan bullied him on that show. He probably had to get him high as fuck just to, like, you know, eat just, some of the testosterone. Yeah. Oh yeah, just cool it, cool it back. Speaking of male testosterone, we got a badass long-haired Kevin Bacon taking a leak off the side of a cliff to great start fucking, this film. Great fucking just shot. Just a hillbilly dude pissing off the side of a fucking canyon. That's right. Better way to start a fucking movie. It's a beautiful thing, man. And he's all like, hey, I ain't here alone. No, he's got a fucking, his uh, life partner, That's right. Fred Ward. Sleeping in the back of a truck. Yeah. He shakes them awake hilariously, pretending like there's like a stampede. They're going back and forth, bickering with each other. Uh-huh. Immediately, you're right in their dynamic. You're thrown you right it. in it. There's there's going to be some back and forth. These guys, they're fucking, they, 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 they like to razz each other. Yep. But, you know, they love each other deep down. They got a brotherly like connection, but you know, start Fred Ward's arguing the... over whose day it is to cook breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've got a lot of questions right off. So they sleep together every night in the back they of that eat truck. Breakfast together every morning. Yes. Yeah, I was like, is it always in the back of that truck, or like, do they have a house somewhere that they're just not going to tonight because the weather was nice or something? I think are they just... homeless men? I think they're homeless. They're men. legitimately homeless men living living in that truck. There is yeah. a scene where they, like, I guess later on, they, like, load up their shit into the oh, truck yeah. to leave town. Yeah. Where were they there? Was that their house? Yeah. Why aren't they sleeping in their house? It was a very established shot. Uh, they're modern-day cowboys. Modern, just, okay. That's, I'll accept that. Doing handyman work. Just out on the range, But man. clearly, the, there's no question that they do spend every waking moment together. They are... They gotta be... Good. They, they try to shoehorn in a 
Kevin Bacon and the young girl romance in this thing. But no, these guys are broke back. This mom. movie's about their love. They, yeah, Correct. This, they are two gay men living together. That's right. Accept it, 1990. The movie would be so much more interesting if they had just cut out that dumb fucking scientist woman character right. and just have these two guys going at it. Just being in love with each other. Slapping ass. Fucking. Yeah. Let's call the movie what it is. It's a movie about giant Dick monsters mm-hmm. popping out of the ground. 100%. Of course, it's going to have two gay male leads. Freud much? Give me a break. Yeah. Get um, over yourself. We, we established right on that, like, uh, Bacon's kind of the flaky moron, and, like, uh, the wild man, and Ward's, yeah. like, the more together, like, daddy of the group. Yeah, he's the rough veteran. But also, he's rock stupid as well. Correct. He, like, tries a bit more, but also, he's just, like, fucking dumb as an ox. Right. So, good dynamic. We got a couple of dum dums as our main characters. You know, yeah. And then it gives you that sense of how are they ever going to get through this? It's a good dynamic. Uh, so, the next scene we go along here is when we meet the female lead, old Rhonda, the. Uh, the dork. The dorky fucking seismologist. And I, I love how Kevin Bacon's screaming about, like, there's a woman in town! Yep. Which is another huge question. Like, this town's got like 14 people. There's not like viable romantic partners for like any of them <laughs> like why do these people live in this town what do they do all day like it sounds terrible but he's all like she's gonna be fucking big tittied and blonde there's and five things you know what five okay let's Those go down blonde five. hair uh-huh. green eyes mm-hmm. perfect boobies mm-hmm. uh big something about a butt i don't ass remember that won't quit yeah ass that never won't gonna quit, quit. and then legs that go all the way up. He knows what he likes, and then hilariously he pulls up and sees this short brunette nerd and is visibly upset at her appearance. Visibly upset. Just for clarification's sake, Uh uh, legs that go all the way up, Mm -hmm. not the same as legs that go all the way from her ass to the ground. No, those are just normal legs. Yes. Another bullet point I have here is the music in this uh, fucking movie is crazy. Uh Uh-huh. It's just like, hey, we're at a hoedown. And uh-huh. like every moment, you're just listening to hoedown party music. Very weird for a horror movie creature type thing. Sets a completely different tone than like any other monster movie I've ever seen. There were two different composers. It. Oh, yeah. One guy couldn't get the job done, huh? Well, one guy got replaced after he recorded an entire score. And instead of just getting rid of it, they kept 30 minutes of it. You know what? Uh, we said hillbilly hoedown music. And you're doing a lot of like tension building, like monster sting stuff. Yeah. What up? I just want you to double down on this hillbilly hoedown thing. If you're not going to do it, I'll bring in my cousin Jeb. He'll fucking do it. From what I gather, the first guy was the guy who did too much hillbilly hoedown shit. And they were like, we want like a horror movie movie? soundtrack. Whoever they brought in to fix it fucking did a piss poor job. Just a piss poor job. What a mistake. Yeah, I think I think this guy got it. He got the tone yeah. of this thing. This isn't really a scary movie. It's a it's, a, it's an adventure movie yeah. with fucking big horror movie slugs yeah. in it. It's like uh, the what's that them or with the giant ant movie? Oh, that's a great movie. I just yeah. watched that a few days ago. There you go. It's probably my favorite of the like classic fifties era like giant whatever fucking movies. Yeah. Is for a, the big ant puppets they built for that thing, tremendous. Yeah. Usually in those things, they just had like real ants crawling across like a picture of buildings and would be like, oh, this is what... Uh, no, these guys built gigantic fucking ant puppets. Yeah, Great that's fucking cool. Film. 
we do start getting, despite the fact that the music's not much for it, the yeah. danger of this shit starts. Uh, so we get like little things of the ground rumbling. They, they, they parse out how they introduce the monsters very well in this movie. Then we get like a little tremor cam where like the tremor camera's cam. just on the ground, it's like shaking fucking, every which yeah, way. Just like Michael POV shot of like the. Th- oh, wait, wrong. So go ahead. <laughs> We get we get the little thing where the, the seismologist girl like it's following her to her truck and she gets in and like ooh she just misses her. Are you talking about she that shapely seismologist? But we still haven't seen anything. Where the camera's lingering on her shapely figure, we haven't seen any of the monster yet. Do you know that that scene was added later? The studio Nate mm-hmm. they wanted more scares. That's right. I think that was probably a smart note. Oh fuck yeah! I, I this really, is a fucking creature feature, yeah, buddy. You gotta you gotta jaws it out here, yeah. where you're seeing the monster a little bit at a time. You build up to the big reveal of it. You can't just have it pop out out of nowhere. Oh, like Jeepers Creepers did. Mm, yes, exactly. That was like my big Jeepers complaint Creepers. with that movie. That's the movie that that child rapist made, right? All three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I saw the first one back in the day, but yeah. didn't continue with the series on account of how much of a child rapist the director is. Came out. Yeah. Didn't really want to support that series after that. Second one's got a monster just stalking a bunch of high school kids in a bus. So, you know, take mm. from that what you will. Mm. And then the third one famously... High school kids, you say. The third one famously has the line about somebody wanting to love a 12-year-old child and another character saying, well, heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, it's, well, it's, the character's played by Jared from Subway. He oh. left out a very important detail there. Oh, this is his acting debut. Oh, jeez, I hope he's okay. They didn't lock him up. I think he probably could have springboarded that into a bigger career. Oh, kind of a shame. He had a lot of charisma. Uh, so we're talking here about their fucking dreams. This is just a lot of them, like, driving around in their truck, talking about how much perfection sucks, which, yep. yeah, I get it. Like, there hasn't been a lady in the town for I don't know how long. Finally, one shows up, and Shit, it's like man. a huge thing. You not gotta since, get out of this town, guys. Not since Tammy Lynn Baxter was there, you know? <laughs> I love the picture collage of Kevin Bacon's ex-girlfriends that he keeps. Uh, this is pre-cell phones, pre-stalking uh, people's social medias. He's got to have a picture collage of his ex-girlfriends on the fucking inside of his truck. That is, hanging up in his truck. That is a bit that you and I bite for Every damn time it's in a movie, when you have an ancillary character mm-hmm. who never shows up, but they give them a full name oh, just yeah. because. Love the full name of a character like, that's only mentioned. Oh, so good. But yeah, these guys decide they're going to get fucking out of town. So they go to like, God, I don't know, wherever they're keeping their fucking clothes and shit. Load yeah. it all up onto the truck, try to leave. But things keep happening every time they try to drive out of town. Oh, gosh. It's a little series of misadventures. Oh, gosh. First one is they find old Edgar dead up on an electric pole. Oh, he's dead? Deader than dead. He's oh. fucking mummified. He's been out oh, in the boy. sun getting exposed for so long. Which is a question I have all throughout this movie. Like, uh-huh. There's so many scenes of them just like out in the middle of the desert for hours and hours. I'm like, why is there no scenes of like sun exposure and people dehydrated and like their skin burning off? We never address that issue that we're in the desert like once in this film. For a movie with only two interior sets. Right, exactly. (laughs) 
but yeah, old Edgar's dead. We find out that he's dehydrated. He's been up on this pole for days. Yeah. Nobody can know why. It's D- a mystery. E D. Much like dead. Sarah McLachlan, we're building a mystery. I love that song. Fucking watch this film. Hell yeah. Everybody loves that song. That whole album's good. 80, I do believe. So they're like, damn, that's weird, but whatever, we're trying to leave town. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here again. Fucking some more crazy shit happens to them, because they drive by old farmer or whatever the farmer fuck's. Farmer Fred. Farmer Fred's farm. Yep. They see that all of his fucking sheep have been mangled. We got some cattle mutilation going on in the town of perfection. That's so right. they got to stop and like look around for what's going on here. Mm-hmm. They discover Farmer Fred's been sucked underground. They lift up his hat, and they just see his dead fucking corpse face, and they start screaming. Farmer Fred's head. It's fun. I like I like the, the rubber corpse head. Farmer use. Fred's dead head? I think that $10 million budget, uh, not much of it was going to create Farmer Fred's rubber head. Nah. Most of that was for the giant worm puppets, Hell yeah. Sure. Well worth it. Yeah, well worth well it. it. Where are we going next? They're like, we got to hightail it back into town now to warn the townsfolk, where they pass a couple of public works guys, and they're all like... There's a killer on the loose. You mm-hmm. gotta get out of here. Fucking the public works guys are like, man, those two gay guys that have been yeah. out in the wilderness what are too those long. Two gay guys so yeah, fucking like, frantic about. What are they so up weird? About? And then, bam! One Weirdly, guy. The one guy says like, "Oh, they've probably just fucking been broke back in it all weekend." And yeah. you know, fucking. I was like, "How does he know How broke back know? in it? That's not even a movie yeah. yet. Crazy." And- Angley's not even a thing yet. Crazy. No, Ang he Lee's was. He made it. He made that. Angley's like, in junior high in 1990s. Not even a, a film director yet. I thought he made a lame movie in the early 90s. Made plenty of movies. Yeah. What was that? Did you do? Did you still want to do that? Uh, ice. The ice storm. Storm movie. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. I think he won like Oscars for that thing. Yeah. Everybody loved the ice storm. It was erotic. I don't remember it being erotic. What, oh, was there a, like a, like a fishbowl party in that fucking movie, I think? I think there's a fishbowl party scene. What's that, what's that movie about the Four Seasons? <laughs> I've seen it once. I'm not sure. Uh, who's to say? You're thinking Big Chill. Ooh, good one. Um, Fucking, yeah. Farmer, hoeing dirt. They find Fred's head. They, uh, uh, the public works guy accidentally jackhammers a yeah, grab he's jackhammering, and he fucking jackhammers into something underground, and there's just blood gurgling up everywhere. The cool, like, orange-colored graboid blood that's throughout oh. this whole fucking movie. Oh, no. I like how their blood's a different color. Hell yeah. So, yeah, fucking shit happens. This that's how you avoid a higher rating. Fucking sucks the jackhammer down in the ground. Fucking these guys get destroyed. There's a whole, like rock avalanche that goes down during the attack on the public works guys. I think this that's is just the called only road a rock out of town. slide, friend. The rock slide. Yeah. Fucking, this, it blocks the only way out of town now. We're trapped in perfection for the rest of the fucking movie. As we've established, it's, it's a shitty little town. It's a bullshit little fucking town. 14 fucking people. They gotta be fucking Farmer Fred's sheep. Somebody is fucking Farmer Fred's sheep, you, like, on the regular, living in perfection. I'm telling you right now, you got that young Melvin. He's spreading his seed somewhere. And uh, if he's not... I can't if even he's not imagine fucking all that the gross sheep, things that Melvin's jacking off right? onto, living in the town of perfection. If he's, if he's not taking a run at those sheep, then he's doing stuff to that 10-year-old girl also, from Jurassic Park. Does Melvin have parents... Yes. Is that guy Lester his dad? Nestor? No. Nestor? Okay, because I didn't know. It was never explicitly said, but I was like, is that his dad? No. Who could be his parents? His parents are never shown. Certainly not. He's fucking Charlie Brown in it throughout this entire movie. 
You have uh, they go to his house yeah. to suck shit out of his fucking like septic tank. Septic yeah. tank, and like he's just chilling on the porch, making fun of him. Like, how's my shit smell, losers? Yeah. I'm like, does he own his own home? What's going on here? He's like, where's Melvin's parents? He's kind of like if you if you crossed Wayne from Wonder Years with uh, fucking uh, uh, what's his face, one of the Corys in uh, the Burbs, you know. Yeah, put Corey little, Feldman is in the Burbs, but that character together. is way too cool to be anything of Melvin. I'm going to say like Corey Feldman's Frog Brothers character in uh, The Lost Boys a little bit. A little okay. bit more of that. All right. But yeah, he's definitely got Just like, like a, a hey butthead old Kool-Aid mustached little fucking turd. Yeah, he's pretty cool. But yeah, after this, like uh, the graboid tongue, like this, this monster has got these like three snake tongues that shoot out yep. real far and grab things. Grabs the back of old uh, Valentine and Earl's truck. Ooh. They got to put the pedal to the metal to try to get away with it. They tear this fucking thing straight out of the Graboid's mouth. Mm-hmm. We still haven't seen the monster. Mm-hmm. All we've seen is the tongue at this point. That's right. And I remember watching this movie for the first time. Like, you don't know what's going on. You think maybe, like, this tongue thing is the whole monster. Yeah. They do a good job of, like, tricking you with that shit. They do. That ain't the whole monster. There's no. a reveal coming up. Yeah, hell yeah. They hightail it back into town. They're like, we got to get to fucking Wong's Chang's. quickly. Chang's. That's that's racist. Wong is the actor. Yeah, P.F. Chang's is a Chang restaurant. Chang is the character. You got to keep him straight. Oh, oh, I had that backwards. Well, they, they race straight there where all the townsfolk are because mm-hmm. there's nowhere else to be. No. Literally, there's a barber chair in here. He's yeah. fucking serving beers in here. All It's the town's entire grocery store. Chang's got his fucking fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, and he's... Doing a great job he's of doing it. doing a great job of fucking got, running this he's store. He's got Gatorade and glass bottles. He's a fucking hustler. Oh, those glass bottle Gatorades, <sighs> those were delicious back in the day. It was just never the same once they started putting them in plastic bottles. I could I could drink those like in one like chugging, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just one pull. Yeah. Those bottles were hefty too. They were like a oh, couple yeah. pounds of glass, those fucking yeah. bottles. You, man, like. 10 years old, maybe after school, and your buddies walk up to the gas station, get a couple glass Gatorades, mm. slam them. Mm. Maybe somebody goes nuts, gets a jolt cola. Yeah. Then go you go out into an alley. Break the bottles in the break street. Break the bottles, Hell man. yeah, you Fuck do. Yeah. Hell yeah, Fuck you do. yeah. Maybe somebody, work. maybe somebody had a cigarette that the five of you pass around, you know? Well, <coughs> my mom's cool. Good living, buddy. Good living. I like this scene, though, meeting all the townsfolk. I yeah. like them all looking at the fucking tentacle, wondering what it is. Funny shit where, like, Chang's fucking haggling with them over trying to buy it from them. Yep. Fucking gets 15 bucks out of them, and they think they fucking, like, uh... They fleece one them. One day. Yeah. Goddamn right, 15. Yeah. Kevin Bacon plays, like, a great, like, himbo in this movie. He's, oh, absolutely. Like, confidently stupid all the time, and yeah. I find it to be really charming. Is this the last movie he looked young in? Maybe, yeah. He's like, like 31, even when he was 32 young, like here. his face looks weird. Like yeah. you can, you, he looks young, but you can still just tell what he's gonna look like when he's old. And it is the crypt keeper, right? And it's weird because he looks younger in this movie like than he does a little in bit like Animal Frank House. Angela as Skeletor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I don't know. He's good for him though. Yeah, sure. He fucking everybody wants to be married to Kira. So I was gonna weird. just say too, like he was married to Kira <gasps> Sedgwick, who also what? like was a person who you looked at her and you're like, I can tell that she's a young person, but she looks old for some hey, reason. Hey, buddy, that's not going to end well. Some weird Dorian Gray shit going on at their house that I don't understand. Yeah. After this, we see Dr. Jim and his wife. Dr. Jim. Cha-cha-cha. Dr. Cha. Dr. Jim. The, the desert. Cha-cha-cha. 
they're building their dream house right here. Is oh, what's going that's on? Where, just a little yeah, desert just getaway. Fucking perfection. That's where you want to be. Great little uh, future for these two. They're very much in love. They got a lot of days in front of them. Or do they? No, because we got a tremors attack. Either way, they looked about 60, so I don't think there was a lot yeah, of time no. left. They're better off. Yeah. But, uh, simple people with simple dreams. We don't want to see them get killed. It's a tragedy what happens here. This is when we first find out that the Graboids can eat a car. Yeah, yeah. They suck Jim down they, into the ground. They tried They tried to get... Ole jumps in her station wagon. Right. They tried to get Rhonda's car. Mm-hmm. Her truck didn't get it. No, she pulled away too fast. They Rhonda. Try to get... Uh, red foot. They try to get Viennese, Val and Earl's... Almost. 1963 Jeep pickup truck... It's a cool. They don't truck. get that one either, and then finally they get the old fucking wood panel I like, wagon. I like the scene too here where she jumps in the Same. fucking woody wagon and the, the slimy fucking snake tendrils are just like smacking up against the back yeah. window, and they're all slimy and leaving slime trails. That's yep. a great horror movie visual. Yep. And then you see the fucking things going the way of the Titanic. And they're like, well, we don't really have the budget to like sink a car. No, yeah. So that I'd love it. They do a great job. They fucking pan back. And it's just a here. big shot of the open fucking valley and canyon. And then you just see fucking car lights, boom, pointing straight into the sky. And then they just sink into the ground and disappear. And this is the first time you get an indication like this can't be just little snaky no. things. This got to be a big ass fucking thing. What are we even dealing We're with here? Dealing I don't know. more, man. Great shot back we get another couple scenes where they're like arguing about the plan what yep. they're gonna do at the general store like we know we're being attacked by creatures what are we gonna fucking do like uh how are we gonna get out of here the one road out is fucked like yep. for some reason the phone doesn't work i don't even remember why that's the case we establish like the radio can only go to other places in perfection because they're surrounded by mountains oh uh, the phone didn't work because those public works guys were working oh, on yeah, the right, phone lines. right and that all fucking went to hell yep uh, Melvin starts pulling some pranks here with the tendril, acting like he's being attacked, and everybody yeah. fucking hates him. He's an obnoxious little prick. Because old Chang's like, you can take your picture with the, the fucking tentacle this thing. This guy's always hustling. That's good always shit. Always hustling. But Melvin, everyone hates him. Like, Not me. We just keep establishing this character hates him. That character hates him. Nobody likes a teenage boy. Teenage boys are the most obnoxious things on the planet. I thought he was crushing. Really building Melvin up to have like just a horrible, brutal death, like the most over-the-top, brutal death of the movie. Yeah. In my opinion, that's mm-hmm. this is what, I'm, what I'm picking up on here. We'll get to that a little bit later. Or does he get the big hero's redemption? No. Hell no. Melvin's no? fucking... Oh. He's fucking wiping boogers on mm. things. This kid's no hero. Yeah. Uh, but the plan is fucking our boy is fucking old Earl and uh, Valentine. Vale. They're gonna they're gonna get on Chang's horses because this guy also is you know raising horses at this general mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. They're gonna ride out to the nearest town. They're gonna get some help. They're gonna come back. It's a great fucking plan. Yeah. Except their horses get attacked by fucking tremors, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The tremors. They're not gonna let you horse out of town. They're fucking gonna Mm-mm. kill these fucking horses. Yeah, I think I think they kill both the horses, don't they? Suck them right um, underground. These horses. They eat one. I think one just runs off. Okay. I was trying to keep sense of that too. That they get, they got the horse off screen though. You know yeah. they didn't like uh, these fucking these tremors are eating everything moving. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, this scene too during this attack is when we get the first full graboid breach in the ground. Yes, the whole gigantic sir. worm puppet just plowing out of the fucking ground and. 
A1 special effects no, no, in this, this movie. All the creature fucking effects. Is this the big reveal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. scene where they're attacked by the horses. Yeah. The fucking thing just right. breaches. Fucking, you see its big beak. You see its big body. Yeah. It fucking looks cool as hell. And they're screaming. They're running. They jump into a dam of some sort. Perfection's got some sort of like, I don't know, looks like some sort of like that L.A. fucking river basin yeah, or something. Pretty much. pretty much. Yeah, they were trying to jump one, from one side to the other and didn't quite Not make in it. cowboy boots, man. No. Ain't no way you're making that jump. No, no. If he was wearing like Jordans, like in the hit film, The, the Air, Air Up, Up there, there. Where he plays uh, the character Jimmy Dolan. Uh, yeah, he would killed it. You talking about the originator of the Jimmy Dolan Shake and Bake? Yeah, exactly. Fucking famous uh, real life basketball player jimmy dolan who basketball jimmy stars portrayed in that film you gotta you gotta put in the creation of the jimmy dolan shaking bag absolutely but yeah the fucking graboids chasing him it hits the concrete wall of this thing fucking conks its noggin fucking brains itself yeah it's dead bust a little hole in it you see all of its fucking goopy orange blood and one thing i love too is how all the characters keep mentioning how bad these things smell throughout the entire it's movie. always a nice anytime touch. anybody's around they're just like oh god they smell worse dead than they do alive yeah. oh it stinks so bad i feel like things Han, should stink more in movies. han solo really made that a thing and oh, then yeah that, that. M- movies borrow it all the time and it's a good thing to get <laughs> This may smell bad, kid. Uh, but it'll keep you warm. Until I get the shelter up. Uh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. I put that the uh, the Graboid, he uh, pulled a Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, that's 100% what happened. Yeah. Is there fucking... Yeah. Smashed his face right up against this thing. So we got the Graboids dead. Uh-huh. It's a short movie, apparently. Yep. Other than the fact that Seismology Girl shows up again. Uh, fucking, fucking Rhonda. Also, I like when uh, Kevin Bacon does his big stoked, fuck you, after the thing dies. That's That should have been on all yeah. the trailers right there. Yeah. That would have sold this movie more. But old chick is like, yo, dudes, this is weird. I never seen anything like this. By the way, I'm a fucking science dork. I got glasses and all these big charts and maps. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, the charts are telling me there's three more of these fucking things. This movie ain't over. The F-U-Q you just say, girl? Three more of these big fucking things. I don't yeah. know how we're going to do it. We're not going to trick them all to fucking slamming their heads into the L.A. River Basin. If only. Uh, also, I wrote down, scientist girl is here, and her mouth is weird in some way, but I can't put my finger on exactly why it's weird. What's her teeth? I was always just, yeah, I was always just staring at her mouth. Like, she's got a weird mouth. What's going on with her mouth? It's her teeth. There's weird spacing. There's, like, weird bluish bruising along the gum lines. I think just she's got a lot of, like, dead, fake teeth. Barely attractive enough to be on television, yeah. this woman. I don't know how she got <laughs> Night films. I don't know how she got in films. You know, she's normal lady attractive. She ain't in a movie attractive. She's a classic high six, low seven. Uh, How she conned her way into this fucking film? Classic high six, low seven. Uh, Rhonda's like, yeah, there's three more, Mm -hmm. and they're like, what are you talking about? And that's when the second one shows up. There's another one here. And this is one of the big scenes where they they run out and they're on a big desert rock to get away from it. 
There's another one of the scenes where I'm just like, well, they're just going to die of exposure out here on this fucking right. rock. Because they spend the rest of the day out here and like all yeah. the way through the fucking night because the tremor won't leave. They can't get off the rock. They're fucking stuck. I'm just like, no, they'd all be hallucinating from dehydration yeah. and sun exposure. That's what Never lizards, addressed in this film. That's what lizards do because they have fucking, you know, naugahyde skin. Naugahyde windpipe. Hell yeah. Name of my band. That's a cool band name. It's a metal. Oedipus and the Mommers Boys. Two college radio. My Johnson is 12 inches long. Interesting, but doesn't sound like a band name. Yeah, this is where they start like talking a little bit about uh, what's going on, figuring out what these things are. They figure out like, oh, they 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 can't see. They definitely can't smell nah. underground. They must sense vibrations. That's how they know where, where we are. Yep. To which Fred Ford, Fred Ward gives a great delivery of that means we're stuck. That pisses me off. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, it does. It would piss me off too, He's Fred Ward. Pissed. He doesn't want to be stuck. He's trying to get the Bigsby. They're stuck. Uh, They're just trapped out there. It's nighttime. Then we get like a weird little interlude where like we hear them all pee at nighttime. nighttime. They're just like, oh, I got to pee. Yeah, me too. Me too. Then they all pee. And then it's the next morning after that. Like, why do we listen to them all pee for a few seconds? Make it real. We're not addressing the fucking sun exposure, but we're going to address that they've got to pee eventually. Yeah, everybody pees. That's weird. I think there's some weird fetish thing going on with fucking either the writers of this film who also wrote the delightful short circuit before this or the director somebody was shoehorning this pee scene in here oh johnny five you're still alive he's he's one of my favorite indian actors yeah i mean he's the only one i can name so definitely fisher yeah. stevens fisher my stevens. number one favorite indian actor i'll co-sign that 100 percent yeah Matt, you know what's going on. You know, he was the first choice for uh, Big Bang Theory, but they just couldn't get him. I know, he was really great in Slumdog, though, and that's what he was doing oh, while they were filming that. You kidding so, me? Yeah, Absolutely. It worked, out. Yeah. It worked out. Worked out in his favor. The next morning, we all wake up, though, and wouldn't you know it, fucking old scientist girl all cozied up next to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That's Can't a, get these women off of Bacon. That's He's a, beating him off with a stick. Cut, or is she beating him off with her hands? I mean, there was probably some hand stuff going yeah. on there after Fred Ward fell asleep. In the I night, mean, I'd imagine he gave her the coat. I'm hoping he at least got second base. Yeah, so we learned that like uh, the reason she's all cuddled up is because she was cold. He was letting her sleep with her, his coat as a blanket, but she gives it back. And then we just got like some pokies going on for the next oh, few scenes here because yeah. she ain't got that coat going on anymore. No. And the wind is a blowing in that desert. I guess she's not wearing a bra. If she is, it's very oh, sheer. She- she is. She's got it's some just, tiny little titties. The wind is blowing those that hard. Fucking, yeah, those fucking, those, those nipples are out. They're yeah. trying to tear through that shirt. Yeah. Been getting a lot of good uh, pokey action in these films lately. A, because we did a lot of 70s films Ooh. last month. Ooh. And B, now because this chick's out in the desert morning. Yeah, we just lucked out by that desert wind. 100%. Which is a big star of this film, because like a good... 80% of the movie, Kevin Bacon's hair is blowing straight oh, back. Oh, yeah, and he's got, like, weird hair. It's, like, hair that doesn't grow long well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's I, don't, I don't know, but, yeah, that the, the wind is blowing it around. It's got, like, just a weird shape to it. Yeah. I was enjoying looking at Kevin Bacon's hair yeah. a lot during this movie. It's too thin to grow that long. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, it's it's, just, it doesn't quite work. You, I have coarser, thicker hair than you do. You have a, a thinner texture hair than I yeah, do, but right. you've got curly waves to Crazy. it. Crazy. Gives Crazy it texture, gives yeah. it body, 
Not not the, the illusion of hair. Not Kevin Bacon. No, not at all. No. And then I was thinking too, like looking at him and then like looking at her. I was like, fucking, uh, I don't know. Fred Ward's kind of daddy in this movie. If I was her, I would have been cozying up to Fred Ward. Also, I think personality-wise, they're a little bit better of a match. Yeah. Don't understand why she's fucking Kevin Bacon in this movie and not trying to get on Fred Ward. He's got that little salt and pepper going on in his fucking beard. He's all built up. Like, he looks like a 19... Got sort of like that cowboy thing going yeah, on. Yeah, he looks like 1990s Frank Grillo. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I'm into it. Like, if I was this chick, I'd be going in the other direction. The, I don't understand what she's thinking. The little lady and I were laughing because Fred Ward looks good in this movie. You know, great. he's got he the salt and pepper, like you said. He's fucking, fucking he's vascular. He's looking mm. good. Mm. And then Keep in Tremors 2. I'm almost there. He looks like such an old man. Oh, really? That's a shame. Yeah. Fucking, this is what happens with white people. They fall off a fucking cliff. Yeah, yeah. They'll do that. Yeah, old scientist girl is like, hey, I got an idea. There's a couple of uh, really long poles leaning up next to this yeah. big rock for no fucking reason whatsoever. She knows how to handle a pole. Let's just uh, pole vault from rock to rock until we get to my truck, and then we can get out of here. And Damn I'm like, straight. Yeah, there's a bunch of rocks between here and your car uh, close enough to where you can pole vault between them, and it took you all fucking night to yeah. think of the idea like, Let's just stay up on the other rocks and he can't get us when we're up there. Those fucking poles fucking were there. dumb idiots. She the had that time. idea hours ago. She just wanted to spoon with Kevin Bacon. She waited till morning on purpose to come up with it. She's fucking this little duplicitous bitch. She's got schemes. She wanted Kevin Bacon's bacon and she didn't have the decency to wait until wild things came yeah. out to have a look She's at it. She's like, we might all die of fucking tremor attacks. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to see wild things. Right. And that's a legit concern. But yeah, they pole vault all the fucking way to the truck. They pole vault into the back of it. Then there's a scramble to get it going while the fucking graboid's attacking. I love the shot where the snake tendril comes up and Kevin Bacon just bitch slaps it away. Pia! <laughs> Great shit. Should be should have been more bitch slapping than these fucking snake tongues going on. Right? But, you know, they get away by the skin of their teeth, fucking, and they, they go back to town. We're back at fucking Chang's store now. Yes, sir. Um, Melvin's pulling pranks. People still hate him. Uh, we learn here that Mindy, the tiny little girl of the town, is out in the street just fucking pogo sticking. Yeah, she's the uh, handicapped girl from Jurassic Park. Is she? Yeah. Oh, that's quite a bit younger in here. But yeah, now that you say that, yeah. I can picture that, that face growing up into her face. What doesn't make sense is that we know we're under attack from monsters. We know mm -hmm. they're fucking out there. We're all fucking tra trapped inside of this... Why is this fucking generic blonde mom letting her kid fucking pogo stick out in the fucking street when the town's under a monster attack? Like, multiple, multiple people have died? What the fuck is what's going through this fucking woman's head? Because, much like the way a lot of folks don't want to wear masks in small towns. Oh, I see. We got Trump supporters these, in perfection. These folks were like, well, the, the graboids... Mm -hmm. They're outside of town. Yeah, they're, they're not in the town. They're they're not attacking the white people. Like we're gonna be fine. We're safe. Melvin gets attacked. He's got to climb up a pole. The graboids are here. They think he's goofing again. Though. Everybody realizes they're here because the floorboards are popping up and shit. And they're like, "Where the fuck is Mindy? Oh shit, yeah. she's out pogo sticking." We gotta go save this little girl. We can't have little girls getting sucked underground and eaten by graboids on and our watch. she's got a fucking classic Walkman on. Oh, yeah. She can't, she can't hear anybody hear yelling at no. him like, hey, quit pogo sticking. Fucking get in here. Did we hear what she was listening to? 
I was mostly just children screaming. Yeah, what's what's a what's a seven year old girl listening to on a Walkman in 1990? Children screaming. It, it, it makes sense. Creepy. This, yeah, does she She's have a, a line in this film? Does she ever? I think she says "mommy" when she falls down. That might be the only time she speaks. I just remember walking around Jurassic Park in gray sweatpants with that huge erection while mm. she followed around Doctor Grant. She had gray sweatpants on in that, that movie, or was it your erection while you were watching Jurassic Park? I didn't quite follow what was happening there. It's everybody's You erection. were watching her walk around with the big erection. It's everyone's erection. Her and her mom, neither of them add a single thing to this movie. These are characters. You don't like Nance? They could have been cut out, cut out or killed oh, wow. like instantly. Oh. Fucking Nance. Who's this lady? She never gets a personality. She never does anything She's throughout Nancy. the entire movie. She was in fucking Little Outhouse on the Prairie. Oh, good for her. Everybody's got to have a start. But yeah, they got to run out and save her, and the fucking Tremors are attacking, so kind of everybody ends up scattered around the town, like Mindy and Little House on the Prairie end up on the roof of a house across the street, Melvin's yep. up on a fucking pole, a uh, scientist lady gets her pants tangled on some barbed wire, and then she's got to take her pants oh, off. Oh, hell it's yeah. Thinly veiled excuse to see her running around in her panties some, for a couple scenes. Some man-cow's favorite, some white cotton panties gotta throw some fucking sex appeal into this film at least for a few seconds here remember how much man cow used to talk about white cotton panties no, i never listened to man cow there's a thing what was he saying about white cotton panties you know, all the like, time you just always be like oh oh those white cotton panties oh he just liked a girl in white cotton yeah, panties i guess so i get it it's he likes to see period it's stains. I, I'll look at anybody in any kind of underwear. I'm not discerning. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, it kind of backfires because she's in those white cotton panties for a couple scenes when mm -hmm. she's running around. But then Chang's just like, uh, here, put on some man clothes. Uh, so then she's just in like... Hey, you racist. It was the other ethnic individual. It was Miguel that hands him the pants and shoes. So he's just stealing shit or from hers. Chang's store right off the fucking shelves and handing them over. God, people are taking liberties. I'm surprised Chang wasn't fucking making her pay for this shit. That's fair. But yeah, then she's just in like man jeans that don't fit her for the rest of the movie. So it was like, was it really worth it? I just want to say... I guess it was probably worth it. When she's got her pants off and Kevin Bacon's mm -hmm. cleaning her wounds... Yeah. Bitch had some hairy legs. Ooh, nice. I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. I need to sit closer to the TV when I'm watching these some things. Gosh darn leg hair. Kevin pal. Bacon continues his wooing here because, yeah, he does save her with a pickaxe right before she's being killed. Yeah. And then he does, like, address her wounds. So it's just like, all right, he's going in for the kill. And then he's all like, I got to dig. Also, who's going in for the kill? Who's it's that? The Graboids. Oh, no. Because they kill one of the first, like, main characters oh, here. Oh, Jesus. The old soda machine that gets all rattly and loud goes on, and they're all scrambling to turn it off. Yeah. Because it's going to attract the fucking Tremors, but they don't get it off in time. That fucking Tremor knows right where they are now. He busts up, breaches through the bottom floor of Chang's store, and fucking graboids Chang and pulls him in, screaming and eats him. I hate to see Chang go, yeah. but I love the fact that awesome they're- Awesome creature effects here, though. They're all trying frantically to pull that old pop machine off the wall because uh -huh. it weighs a lot. So Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon jumps right yeah, on it to, he's like, to make the job easier for Here's him. an extra buck 75. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiot. What a dick. But yeah, I hated to see old Egg Shen go I really here. do. Like, he was the one- who had all the charisma in this yeah. movie up to this point. He was throwing out a lot of funny lines. Felt like he was the mayor Somebody of the town. had to die first. I don't know why he needed to die first. There's For other the cause, expendable I guess. characters that I could have seen go before him. You got to make the characters care. 
Yeah, sure. Let's do it for Chang. Yeah. They decide they need to get up on the roof, so they're all climbing up on the, the shelves, and they're trying to climb towards a little, like, access panel to get on the roof. And then, hilariously, everybody's there other than old scientist girl. And the two, like, graboid tongues, just, like, in a comical prank way, like, push the end shelf over. It looked fucking ridiculous. Like, this, this fucking God, graboid, like, knows to push shelf. Like, the two little tongues is just like, ha, 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 wait till you see this prank. Yeah. Pushes the end shelf, which then yeah. dominoes all through the fucking thing until it hits the last one she's on, which then sends her flying through a fucking window. Oh, that's Which is hilarious right. yeah. to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all get on the roof. They're like, oh, shit, what happened to Scientist Girl? Is she okay? Is she okay? Then we see that she scrambled across the street to a water tower and climbed up on a water tower. Now we got everybody on, like, all sorts of different fucking roofs. Right. Old nesters, like, on the roof of a trailer. You don't got a western unless you got a fucking general store and a wooden water tower. Blonde lady and her fucking kid are on a house across the street. She's on a water tower. Melvin's up a pole. We're all scattered around the town of perfection now, surrounded by graboids. There's no getting out. Nestor's on his uh, trailer. Nestor, there's another character. Yeah. He's got like two lines. We never learn anything about him. Who was he? What was If he's not Melvin's dad, like what is he to this Look, movie? Those writers knew they had six more movies to make and a series. They couldn't kill everybody off. Cannon fodder. We need some cannon fodder. They weren't also, sure. They did not know they had more movies. They weren't to make. sure who they were going to get there to bite. There is no reality in which somebody could have predicted this was going to become a goddamn series. They knew. They knew right away. Uh, fucking Reba and old Michael Gross. This is when they re-enter the scene of the film. Hell yeah. We get to see their fucking cool-ass bunker they're hanging out in. They're down in a basement. They got guns fucking everywhere. Their license plate. An entire plate. wall of fucking guns. Uzi for you. Also, they got a free Afghanistan bumper sticker yeah, on their truck. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Just fucking throwing a little, I guess, some anti-commie shit. Makes sense. Fucking these hillbillies... Doom prepper people. Out That's of the fucking. Uh, but yeah, they're fucking talking on the radio to Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's like, yo, these things, they're underground. You got to yeah. get on your roof. They're like, we're in our bunker. We're safe. We You're a dumb guns, asshole. Bro. Don't worry about it. Reba McIntyre turns on some weird machine that's like full of like sand and bullet casings and it just like jostles bullet casings in sand and I'm like, what the fuck is this loud rumbly machine? Is this a real machine? I don't know enough about guns to know what this would fucking be. Uh, My only guess would be that the, it's somehow like, it looked like a rock tumbler, but yeah. Bullets so that, you know, they're smoother, less drag on the barrel. see something like that. But yeah, they're like, dude, they're, Tremors are instantly just like, what's this loud rumbling? We got to get there. They're all like, dude, the tremors are on their way. Mm -hmm. Michael Gross is like, I'm looking out my window. I can't see them. Y'all are dumb assholes. They're like, Michael Gross, I know this is only Tremors 1, and you haven't had a chance Mm -hmm. to do the other six. That's right. But you're going to get to know him soon. That he was contracted for. He was contracted for all seven movies and the series. It's it's kind of bullshit. It's all part of a plan. It's bullshit, though, because, like, when he signed that contract, Mm -hmm. he thought they were just going to do it in, like, two years like they did with those Lord of the Rings movies. back to back to back. He didn't know it was going to take two decades, three decades. Like that A Boy's Life. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trevor's franchise is Michael Gross's A Boy's Life. The first one (laughs) came out in 1990, and the newest one's dropping October 28th. 2020. It's tremendous to watch him grow and 30 years over the of, course of the fucking years tremors. In real time. You might find this hard to believe. Mm-hmm. 
He was the only original cast member that showed up at the 30th anniversary. No. Yeah. Fucking Melvin wasn't there? No. I saw on the IMDb that Melvin was in a couple of the later uh, sequels. He shows up in the third, I, I want to say. what? Why would you bring Melvin back? Uh, I think Miguel sticks around for a couple oh, sequels. Good for him, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe I got to watch some of these. I assumed it was only Michael Gross in all of them. It sounds like there's a little bit more of a through line that makes sense. Yeah, I'm gonna th- I, I was talking to little lady. I think we're just going to burn through them all, much in the way we pushed ourselves through the entire Saw oh, yeah. franchise. That was, that was a rough weekend for you guys. Nothing can be worse than that. <laughs> this scene's fucking awesome, though, because the Graboid crashes through their basement wall, and they just fucking light it up. Ah, uh, so much fun. All guns of all sorts of shapes and sizes. Gross gets his leg graboided and then Reba fucking shotguns, just shotguns the shit out of it. And there's fucking orange blood Hell pus yeah. splattering everywhere. Pumpkin guts everywhere. Machine gun in this thing. It's screaming. It's fucking slinging its tendrils around. Michael Gross finally breaks glass and gets his big elephant the gun. The elephant which gun. Which is when I was a kid watching this. Thank you. I was, was going to ask you and I don't thing. fucking have to. And I definitely remember like right? distinctly like... It was like one of those like dads pointing out to kids. He's like, that's an elephant gun right there. That's an elephant yeah. gun. That's a oh, real gun. You tell know. me more about an elephant gun. That's a real gun. gun I'm very you know. intrigued, father. <laughs> the sorts of things fathers should be teaching children. Goddamn right. But yeah, Gross finally puts two in it. These giant fucking shell casings out of the elephant gun. They kill themselves a graboid. We're down to two. Two dead, two alive. Boom. Uh, it's good odds, right? Yeah, too. Yeah, he's he's like, we killed it, we killed it. And this is the scene where he's just like, we killed the mother humper. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's like, be advised, there are still two more mother humpers. Do you know this? I like that for some reason. Well, this movie originally had like twenty different f words in it. Right, right, and they went back and recut it so yeah. they could get a not an R rating. Yeah. I think it's more charming for all the little like colloquial language they use rather than just being like fuck this and fuck that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get, yeah. I think it fits better with the tone of the thing than I, like a hard R, I drop agree. an F-bomb type thing. It's too, it's too polished mm. to be that gritty. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, and also you got to get some kids in the theater, exactly. man. Exactly, it's got Universal's This is a movie for the children. All over Much it. Much like Wu-Tang, Tremors yeah. is for the children. And they did a good job with that. I, I like that. I like that. We get our next big character death here. Lester's got to buy it. What happens is the Graboids, they start, like, testing the fucking fences like the Raptors. Yep. They're fucking trying all these buildings. Like, how solid are these buildings? Which ones can we knock down? How can we kill these yeah. people? They're like, you're poor hill folk yeah. out in the fucking desert. Lester's, you can't have that in Lester's houses. fucking trailer trash, so he's the first Nestor. to go. Nestor. Nestor, sorry. Who, what, that's not a name. It is. I guess so. Nestor gets his trailer fucking knocked over. He's scrambling around, tries to sit on a fucking, like tractor tire and they're like How's that Nestor go? that's not gonna work and it doesn't he gets sucked right oh, through it into God the ground dude fucking and this is when Melvin has like his big Oscar clip crisis. scene where he's like nah! and I'm like Bleh. so was Nestor his dad does no. he have parents why is he so upset about Nestor getting because Melvin don't care about nothing Suddenly he's freaking out. I guess it's because he's a little coward dipshit. He probably thought he was next, bro. Oh, he was next because he was in that little rickety shack. Oh, Jesus. And they're all like, fucking Melvin, get on the roof. And he's all like, Bleh! Melv, Melvy, they kept saying. He doesn't die, though. Okay, it's good. Uh, it gets, uh, after it gets Nestor, mm-hmm. it gets Jimmy. Wait, who's Jimmy? Michael Gross is Jimmy. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, his, his, his truck. Yeah. Because their big plan is, yo, you guys got the, the most badass truck in perfection. 
two of you got to use that to get up in the mountains. There's a mountain trail. Your truck's the only thing that can traverse it. You go get help. But the Tremors, they got their phone lines tapped. They can hear all this shit. And they're like, let's go fucking pop all the tires on that truck. Now they ain't got no plan. Now we got to come up with another goddamn plan. Enter the bulldozer plan. Boom. A fucking Val and Earl are on the roof. They're like, bro, that's that slow-ass fucking 1940s tractor over there. The cat. We can get in that. Things like 3,000 tons. We can. Six can't suck the cat. 30,000 pounds. 30 million tons. Or, oh, no, 30, ton, 30 tons. You're right. It's 30 tons is what they said. I got it written down there. They're like, we just need something to pull behind it. Mm-hmm. Everybody can sit in it. Luckily, there's a big fucking, you know, semi-fucking trailer. A right Mad Max for no reason. oil tanker <laughs> yeah. sitting there with, they the, really do create with like a the Mad top Max cut off of it <laughs> for Mad Max purposes. Vehicle right here, which is pretty fucking awesome. I like old fucking Jimmy Dolan's. He's like, I can do it. Fred Ward's yeah, like, run I drive it better. Bulldozer. They do their classic that back and forth. rock, paper, scissors. Ah, these guys... And this is a thing. This is how they decide. Yeah. There'd be rock, paper, scissors through all the Tremors movies, except yeah. these guys were like, no, we're not coming back for these movies. Yeah, right. So no more rock, paper, scissors in, in Tremors movies. Fred Ward shows up in the second. God bless him. He makes oh, an yeah. effort. Because he looks super old. Yeah, he makes right. an effort. That's right. Uh, fucking, he ain't got no buddy, though. Yeah, Ward's like, Sad. I'm going to go get it. Uh, Kevin Bacon's like, okay, be safe. And then elbows him in the gut Ooh! and runs. And he's like, got you, you fuck. And so he runs over there. He's just about there. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, Miguel has a plan. Like, yeah. we're going to send that little lawnmower in the opposite direction to yeah. distract the Tremors. And then Kevin Bacon will be f- home free. Yeah. Miguel's a thinker, right. man. He gets about three-fourths of the way. The fucking lawnmower tips over. And the oh, graboids no. are like, that oh, was just a fucking lawnmower. Hey, wait, there's an asshole running across the street. Mm-hmm. They try to grab him. He's standing still. He's doing the old Texas two-step, right. trying to get around the fucking graboid. Mm-hmm. They're all like, let's make noises and distract it. Mm-hmm. Old fucking seismatology girl, she's like, I'm going to kick this fucking water pipe free. Sure. Water's going to shoot everywhere. It's going to distract the graboids. Which should have been a thing where like her top gets wet here. Duh. They don't do anything like Duh. that. And I don't understand it. Duh. It's the point of even having women in this movie. Goddamn right. Drop your top, kiss your ass goodbye. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Kevin Bacon makes it to the fucking thing. He ties uh, the trailer together with a chain, which is feasible. Yeah, I guess. And I don't know. Now it's Kevin Bacon to the rescue. Yeah, he's got the thing going. Fucking bulldozers going. We're traveling around every route. People are jumping in. We're going to take this thing all the way out to the mountains. We're home fucking free. Goddamn right. They go pick up fucking Reba and Michael Gross. These people have... Got, like, food. They've got, like, all sorts of bags full of shit. They've got all sorts of guns, all sorts of ammo. Five years worth of food, three years worth of water. They've started building giant comical sticks of explosive homemade yep. dynamite, which yep. is fucking awesome. Because he fucking knew about the Anarchist cookbook back in 1990. Yeah, 100%, because they fucking ask him what's in those things, and he says fucking something like few household chemicals in the right proportions fuck yeah like, that guy's right the anarchist cook read between the lines bro Fucking hacker goddamn right You're- uh but yeah now we're we're moving out fucking everybody's together we're fucking got the whole cast reunited we're we're slowly bulldozing our way to the mountains yeah we're about halfway home the tremor's got a plan man Tremors are out doing something weird in the distance, and they're like, why aren't the Tremors trying to attack us? Tremors fucking are acting weird. This isn't what we know about Tremors. (sighs) I'm uneasy. Boom. They hit a big fucking trench. Yeah. Tremors are just digging a trench to trap them. These dummies drove right into it. 
they, those tremors were like, hey, dude, that noise just keeps driving in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Let's cut a line in front yeah, of it. It's fucking, we ain't no dum-dums. This Smart. ain't the first time we've tremors people. We've been tremors people all the way since the Old West, as you'll learn in the fourth movie. I like this scene a lot because they all have to hoof it mm-hmm. to run to a rock yeah, again. Back to another rock. We're back on a rock. The best part about... the little girl trips and says, Mommy! Yeah. Which I think is her only line in the film. But the best part about this is Reba... Got a nice ass. Oh, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at his. I was just too concerned. Is the little girl going to survive? You were right. You probably should have been butt looking. Yeah. And Reba. Good for her. She's getting it done, buddy. And like fucking cargo pants at that. She's also got one of the most ridiculous Southern accents I've ever heard in my life. That woman. Well. It's like a triggering your own gag reflex because your accent is. Well, how's everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Well, snacks on. I'm saying for you. you just can't exist with an accent that fucking strong. No, it's too much. It's too, too much. Too much accent. Dangly ball in your throat can't take it. Yeah, so they're all stuck on this fucking rock now. They're starting to come apart at the scenes. They're arguing. Michael Gross is like, "You assholes! I had my fucking cool bunker. You dragged me out here to die. Yep. Son of a bitch." Fred Ward's like, "Hey, I'm the alpha here. Get out of my face." Reba's like, "Now, now, now, gentlemen." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we forgot to mention when he picks up, uh, when fucking uh, Kevin Bacon picks up Michael Gross and Reba from their house, mm-hmm. we get the great line from Gross where he's like, what is it? It's a underground goddamn monsters. <laughs> there, there's a tagline. Put that on the poster. That's right, buddy. That's Put it on a shirt. So our next plan we come up with is our fishing for graboids plan. We got all these homemade sticks of dynamite. Yep. We got some bull rope here. Why don't we, you know, throw some rocks? Ball rope? Like in that fucking James Bond movie with Daniel Craig? Yeah, ball rope. Where they're That's just what I said. whipping his it's for balls whipping balls. with that ball rope? Rebo whips Michael Gross's balls with this shit oh, every night Jesus. before they go to bed. It's a thing they do. Luckily, they brought some of it with. Now they can use it as sort of a fishing line. Oh, man. They're throwing some rocks to get the Tremors' attention. It's all, like, interested. What's all this noise? I'm going to go over here. Then they tie up a stick of dynamite. Light it, have Fred Ward use his cowboy skills to fucking lasso it out. Yeah. Slowly pull it in. Pull it. Tremor's like, what's this? Let me swallow it. Oh, it's a fucking stick of homemade dynamite. Swallow it, girl, yeah. Tremor fucking explodes everywhere. Everybody's cheering, and then hilariously, they get showered with all the orange goop of his fucking Tremor guts. So they just exploded pumpkin guts all over him. I don't know. This is a simple joke, but I laughed at it for some reason. They sold it. They really got fucking nailed with all that goop. It's, it's, why do you and I still watch all those Gallagher specials, you know? Same reason. I was waiting for him to say something racist. A little bit of that, too. (laughs) It's mostly that. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, we got a plan. We got one more tremor. Fucking do the same thing. Fucking no problemo. This fucking tremor idiot. He's not going to know what hit him. Nope. But these tremors are getting smarter and smarter, oh, man. God, no. Throughout the whole movie, they just keep, they're adapting these they things. They start talking like Frazier. Big brains. There's tremors that are smart as humans. The only, the, unfortunately, they killed the other two tremors and the only two mm-hmm. tremors that are left are Niles and Frazier right. Tremor. These are the fucking Frazier and Niles of the fucking Tremor universe right here. That's right. The Crane Bros. They're a little smarter than the rest, you know? Second one swallows the fucking dynamite, but then spits it out at them. Then they all got to go scampering because suddenly there's dynamite exploding everywhere. Half of them are off the fucking rock. They're fucking exposed. Not just three of them, really. They're fucking... Val and Earl and uh, Rhonda. Yeah. They're they're stuck out there in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Tremor. 
Tremors right next to him. I love the fact that like the majority of them stayed on the rock and were like, why the fuck did you run off the rock? Yeah. And they were like, we're, we were really afraid of those explosives, listen, man. Listen, we panicked. Yeah. There's no going back now. I'm going to be straight with you. It Situation was a is what it is. It was a mistake. Uh, fucking. So they're all like, what are we going to do? We got one more stick of dynamite left. Like, that's not going to be, it's going to be enough for us to get back on the rock to like, because we established these things freak out when there's so much of an explosion. All their like seismic sensing fucking yeah. internal organs go nuts and they run away. Right. So like, we could use this to make him run away and get back on the rock. I love but this. then we're back to be tra- trapped on the fucking rock, man. It's so fucking simple. What are we going to do? It's great. It's great storytelling right a plan, there, man. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to make this whole movie come full circle. That's what's going to happen right here. Ooh, tell me more, Doctor. So he's like, dude, I'm running. I'm fucking, this thing's going to come after me. Don't worry, I got a plan. Fred Ward's like, you crazy asshole, I'm running after you. You crazy old mother scratcher. Rhonda's like, yo, you can't light that bomb without the lighter, which I have. I'm running after you. It's convenient we're all three in this final scene That's right. Right next to each other. Final showdown. They light the fucking dynamite. They don't know what Kevin Bacon has up his sleeve, but he's like, trust me. I'm Kevin Bacon. I'm smart. He stops. He turns around. He throws the dynamite, but past the tremor. And they're like, you You threw it too far, you you fucking idiot. idiot." And he's like, or am I actually a genius? Yeah. Because I was taking a piss right on this spot yesterday, and I know something y'all don't know. We're at the fucking end of the fucking cavern right here. Even though... We're up on a big mountain ledge. Even though you guys should clearly be able to see that because we're yeah, standing I mean, on the edge of from it. From the height of this thing, you'd be able to see around for hundreds of miles. Hundreds. Uh, they don't seem to realize it. No. They jump away and It's convenient that they didn't step backwards, though. Kevin Bacon just stares down this tremor as this tremor, the explosion happens behind him. He just starts rocketing forward. Well, it hurt his ass. Rocketing forward. His butt got burnt. Kevin like, Bacon Ooh. is just like standing there, just like cool, just like I don't even care. I'm gonna play chicken with this fucking tremor. What's he hit him with last second? Why, does he say something? Does he have a funny uh, quip? He or? does a special move. It's weird. He does his dive to the side. Does thing. the Jimmy Dolan shake it? Does bake. the Jimmy Dolan shake it? Just get just right weird, away. Because I was like, he was just standing there. I was like, why is he still standing there? He should at least be like tapping his feet or something to like yeah. attract the tremor oh, more. Over here. But, but he's not doing anything. He's just standing. He's there. just banking and on the fact that it was gonna run straight. Dives out of the side, but it did. It did run straight. His plan worked. The thing fucking goes rocketing out the side of the ledge. Yep. He didn't know that was the fucking end of the dirt. Suddenly he's in midair and Tremors can't fly, at least until like the third Tremors movie, I think. Yeah. He goes splat on the rocks hundreds of feet down. There's fucking goop everywhere, which is great because they legitimately filled a big puppet with goop and then threw it Pushed on some it rocks. And fucking yeah. goop fucking flew everywhere. Great practical effects in this Good shit. Stuff. Good I think stuff. that's the thing why I won't commit to running through these Tremors sequels because I know CGI after this, hits in the it's third. It's gonna be CG. I'll tell all you right way, now. Like I don't want to look at that. If you watch the trailers, I the, don't want to look at that. The third one's the most offensive, mm-hmm. and then they start to get a handle on the CGI a little more okay. in the series once Sci-Fi Channel takes over. There you go. But yeah, we're full circle. We start the fucking film pissing off the ledge. We end it with the fucking graboid fucking flinging himself off the ledge. Because Val Wiley coyote'd it. All the tremors are dead. Fucking people are happy. And we just got like a little denouement here where Fred Ward's like, you're going to fuck that scientist girl, right? Yeah. Like, They're like, first of all, we're going to fuck you. You need to fuck her. We're going to take this worm carcass on the road and get paid like a couple of fucking <laughs> carnies. But first, mm-hmm. I want you... 
you inbred son of a bitch, to have sex with that college-educated yeah. woman getting her PhD. Despite the fact that he's got an entire collage of ex-girlfriends in his truck. It's one woman. That was Tammy oh, Lynn Baxter. all Tammy, Tammy Lynn Baxter. Lynn. I thought he was, she was just the favorite. Yeah, Tammy Lynn Baxter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's acting like a little fucking high school kid here. He's, like, afraid to, to ask the girl out. But he eventually goes over, and they talk, and he's like, no, don't leave. I need to smooch you. Don't they smooch and crane shot pulls up slowly. Tremors is over. Me, I gotta, girl. How long do you think these two, this relationship lasts? <laughs> Scientist girl and this hillbilly moron who like deals with trash and sewage as a living. Do they get past two months before she's just like completely sick of this motherfucker? Oh, oh yeah. Two months max. I was going to say two to three weeks, but they do have PTSD together. Yeah, like the PTSD we survived should, a Tremors attack is the only thing keeping it going past the two-week yeah, line. That should ride them to the two to three month part. It's like clearly yeah. she's boned up over bacon, but once they slap skins like a couple times, yeah. she's going to be over that and she's going to be like, yeah. well, I've got this idiot man child right. hanging around now i'm trying to get a doctorate like right i can't have this dead weight dragging me down two to three months is the part in the relationship where you're like ah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, this is gonna be a, yeah, a long-term start thing turning into or, a real thing unless yeah. i end it now yeah people uh, are gonna start talking marriage to us at some uh, point or i just cut that cut line right here but yeah there's no after credit scenes where we see them breaking up this is all just you know this is all just me projecting in the future you don't need to because they have that last shot and then you cue up the fucking Reba music. Hell yeah. Reba's in your movie. You got to have God a Reba song damn. going on. This was her first uh, acting credit, I believe. Like her first big acting. Yeah, credit. I remember it being like seeming like stunt casting at the time. Like, oh, they got a country singer lady yeah. to be in a movie. But then like she went on to keep acting. Yeah. Not that like she did such a great job in this movie or anything. <laughs> what sort of connection she had. No. Where she just kept getting acting jobs. Eventually her own goddamn sitcom. She was really fucking big. Yeah, she People was forget. a gigantic fucking star. Like, Reba was fucking huge. Oh, yeah. Like, she was the biggest female country star since, like, since Dolly. Dolly, yeah. yeah. For fucking sure. Yeah, she 100%. was a big deal, man. So. Yeah, that's it. We go out on Reba, and fucking Tremors is over. More like go down on Reba. I wish. Get them red hairs all over oh, your you're teeth. You're taking them out of your teeth for fucking days. If you like red hairs, stick, stick around next break. week. Brush our teeth. <laughs> you listen to some coming attractions. When we come back, Tremors will enter Judgment Day. In every age, there is a cause worth fighting for. But in the future, The greatest threat to our survival will not be man at all. Hey, kid, what's going on? It's war! We're going to war! Now, the youth of tomorrow must travel across the stars to defend our world. We are a generation commanded by fate to defend humankind. Everyone fights, no one quits. You smash the entire area. You kill anything that has more than two legs. You get me? We get you, sir. But they will face an enemy more devastating than any ever imagined. Pick up! 
Star Pictures takes you to the front lines of the next frontier. Kill them all! Starship Troopers. Just what the hell did you do to those sharks? We used gene therapies to increase their brain mass. As a side effect, the sharks got smarter. She screwed with the sharks, and now the sharks are screwing with us. What happens if she escapes? The oceans would be theirs. Feeding time. Deep Blue Sea, rated R. Starts Wednesday, July 28th at a theater near you. There was some fun fact I wanted to hit you with. Oh, I love fun facts. When we So much more than dour facts. I hate it when people are always inundating me with dour facts. Oh, I love dour facts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like... I guess every once in a while there's some schadenfreude that can come from. Yeah, like, oh, did you know that uh, Rhonda's mom died of cancer while filming this movie? Um, the, the actress, the, the shitty soap opera actress who played Rhonda in Tremors, her yeah. mom died? I mean, that'd be like a hypothetical dower. Oh, it's not, it's not really a fact no. that we know. I mean, she could have. Now I'm on an emotional roller coaster because I thought her mom right? really died while she was yeah. filming this movie. I'm just saying. I was going to say, that makes sense why some... That, that made clearly, sense why she was phoning it in. I was going to say, she's clearly the worst actress in like, at least the primary speak. There was a couple like reaction shots. Does she have a sack card? Where like everybody is celebrating and like she does some like, woohoo, yeah, type things where I'm just like, oh, that was the best take yeah. she gave? Like, that was bad. Uh, everybody else looked good in that it. That shit use was it. bad. Just, no one's going to notice. Just use it. Just keep going. Just roll with it. This chick's trying to be on Bacon's level? Give me a break. Uh, Kevin Bacon. He was, uh, this was a low for him. In what respect? I consider it to be one of my favorite Kevin Bacon works. I agree. Just in that uh, it wasn't a huge success initially. The studio wasn't too excited about it, or like he wasn't excited about it. Oh, uh, he was like, I don't want to make a dumb monster movie. I'm Kevin fucking Bacon. Yeah, I guess he had a big meltdown. Like, I'm doing a movie with giant fucking I'm worms. Now coming back for Tremors fucking too. I don't yeah. care if they can walk this yeah. time. Uh, but, uh, you know, he really took off after this. I got a band now. I can't be acting in B-movies. My band's got a tour. I'm gonna be in Stir Echo someday. I'm from Chicago. I gotta dig. I don't like that movie. Kevin Bacon's a Chicago boy? Uh, he is in Stir Stir of Echoes. I was gonna say, I never knew him coming from that Chicago scene. No. Makes sense. Uh, was that the one where he was a priest raping little boys? Which one was that? That's every other movie. Oh, okay. That's the, what's that, that one? That, one that, that was the one he was in with uh, Jared from Subway. Right? With the, yeah. yeah. Is Brad Pitt in that one? I believe so. Just, just Robert De Niro in there somewhere. The that had quite the cast for a child rape movie. It's the most wildly successful child rape film of all. No, that would be uh, that, uh, what's that one where... Old Marlon Brando's plowing that twelve-year-old the whole movie. That episode of uh, Different Strokes. That's the one. Marlon Brando in that. Or Marlon Brando's one. Plays the like, bike shop owner. Dudley, I'm gonna have you take a 
Shut off in this next picture you like Tarzan. You like Tarzan? Don't we? It's good that different strokes got him before he started phoning it in. D- oh, yeah. I mean, the sexual tension between Brando and those two young boys is just whew, coming right off the screen. Cut it with a knife, baby. Matt, Judgment Day is We're our not here final to talk about sex and 12-year-old boys. Of the podcast. It always is. It's always how we cap things off. This is when we go out to the internet and see what you, the people, had to say about the film that we watched. We read some one-bullet reviews. We read some five-bullet reviews. And we try to let you sway our opinions before we give our final thoughts and our bullet Sway? Reviews. From MTV bring, News? We just, I looked. I love that guy. Sway, there, Sway did, did not have any movie? online. No, he did not oh, have any oh. online reviews of okay. Tremors. I, I, I looked. I, I didn't a, leave a stone unturned. Okay. I jumped to a conclusion. That's yeah. okay. I got I got one from DJ Ran, though. So oh. yeah, we'll see what he has to say. This first one bullet review, though, this is coming at us from an IMDb user named Keith Lancaster. Rare IMDb user given his real name. Hmm. He says... The descriptive words ludicrous and ridiculous can be inadequate. Mm. This movie belongs in the extreme realms of absolute fantasy. I find it hard to believe that there are viewers who regard this as possibly the greatest sci-fi movie of all time. A giant worm, one of the most basic forms of life, has the mental capacity to plan a strategy capable of outwitting the residents of a small town? And then in parentheses he says... Town, all in capitals, with a question and an exclamation point. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. See. Emphasis there is weird. A small town, 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 which consisted of maybe a dozen rickety old buildings. Bearing in mind, if this is a sun-baked desert, there wasn't twelve. Let buildings. us not confuse the desert with the beach, where the sand is soft, and only the very top layer is of a manageable texture. Now we have a creature capable of propelling its soft body through the ground at speeds which I estimated to be way in excess of any man-made device. It sucks a two-ton station wagon down into the depths. The headlights were still on hours later. Some battery. I must get one. And wraps a tentacle around the axle of a large pickup, almost preventing it from moving. The acting was poor, as was demonstrated in the casual approach to the most precarious situations. I am well aware that a degree of make-believe is necessary in order to provide acceptable entertainment. Suspension of disbelief. That is what sci-fi is all about. This film strains any concept of logic to a level which I find completely unacceptable. The Alien series in both versions of The Thing are way better. And I could list Mm. numerous other horror and sci-fi movies superior to Tremors. I will not be wasting my time with the sequels. Only smart thing he said. Uh, One bullet from IMDb user Keith Lancaster. Um, He's a stickler. Hey, dumbass. Stickler for realism in his giant monster movies. Dumb fucking dumbass who's all like, fucking dumb idiot. They're too soft to crawl through the hard rock. Yeah. Maybe he missed the part where the Mm -hmm. science girl was all like, Mm -hmm. they got those spikes. She scienced the fuck out of those spikes. They got those spikes that they used to dig. They're all pushing at the same time. You fucking idiot. Fucking spikes Watch it again and pay attention, dipshit. What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. I've got another one bullet review. Get your girlfriend's dick out of your mouth. This review is from a letterboxed user named Rex. Rex Grossman? Rex Manning? Just Rex. One word, like Reba. It's Rex Manning Day. 
Kevin Bacon's head looks like someone poured a thin layer of wax over a skull. Where's the nose? One bullet from Letterboxd user Rex. I feel like that would be more apropos to whatever that horror movie he made this mm. year mm. Ooh, that I saw. Out? I want to see it. Was it good? I don't know. I agree. He looks like a skull, only he does have a nose. He looks like a skull with a nose. A hint of the a nose. The dude's got a nose. It's always been upturned. Yeah, He's got a little, that. Like a Nicole Kidman huh. nose. Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Matt, some people loved this fucking movie. It's not all haters out there on the internet. I got a couple of great five bullet reviews here that I think I you're going to so. get a lot out of. I think you're going to get a lot out of here. Thank you. I this need it. first one is a five bullet review from an IMDb user named Tiki Moro. Tiki Moro. Like tiki drink? It's like tea, like the drink, oh. and then key, like a Spanish person would say, and then moro, like, I don't know, like no other word I've ever heard. It's a strange name. I don't understand mm. it. Either way, they got some good points here. This movie rocks out loud. Mm. Big creatures that have snake tongues and eat you whole with one bit, but don't have, a, probably bite, but don't have eyes, but little things on their bodies help them know where the person is. That is amazing. It's bizarre how these creatures can know every vibration, and Nan pulls us down is just plain bizarre. I liked when Nestor finally got taught by the Tremor and went up to the pipe and cried like a baby. All of the Tremors was really fantastic, but there is nothing better than the original Tremors that made this a big hit than the series or the rest of the parts. Mm. Nothing better than watching a cool movie on bizarre creatures in the dark waiting to see the next victim of the Tremor. This was horror, comedy, and thriller all combined that mm. made this crazy mm. for all the people to love and cherish this great movie. I gotta tell you, the first time I saw this, I was scared as hell. These damn <laughs> things popping out of nowhere and scare the crap out of young children? Absolutely, yeah. Now sure. that is what I love. It makes this a great film for all to see. It's just plain fun. Mm. Five bullets from my MDB user, Tiki Moro. Okay. It's scary. Spooky. Scary. Okay. Yeah. Such a sad, the, the jump scares in this movie really got me. I got I got a five bullet review here from okay. uh, somebody who didn't quite know what to expect coming into Tremors, but ended up coming out of it liking it, which is a fun little story. You like to hear something like that every once in a while. Okay. All right. I'll wait. Just a five, I'll reserve judgment five bullet till the review end. Review from an Amazon user named Philistine Frank. I'm just gonna go on record here and mm -hmm. say. I feel like we've gotten some of our worst ratings from Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So proceed. Okay, here we go. Five bullets from Philistine Frank. Not a documentary. A friend originally recommended this huh? film, telling me it was a documentary. After the first half hour, I started wondering if it was true. I know Kevin Bacon has been in a lot of movies, but it seemed like he was acting in this, and it was not true to life. So I stopped the movie and got on the computer to see if those monsters were real. Turns out the whole thing is just a story. Still good, though. Five bullets. I was hoping that's where it ended. Philistine uh, Frank. There was a couple times where I was like, he's doing a bit. He's losing me. <laughs> and then there was other times where I'm I like, bought it. this is clearly their Wolfman. I like, fucking bought like, it. Everybody's got that buddy that they're going to lay it on a little extra thick. And like, I would totally be his friend that was like, bro, that oh, shit's no. a documentary. Tremor shit happened. Like, it was crazy. Nobody knows where yeah, those things really? came from. Yeah. 
Like, you just got to have one white friend that's into enough conspiracy theories, a real Michael Gross type. And, and then the biggest tremors. We got rid of them. The Democrats, they don't want to get rid of the tremors. They don't. And then we grew our own. We grew our own. They're twice as big. Biggest <laughs> tremors you've ever seen. Matt, I know you got some final thoughts in a bullet rating for tremors. I got a lot. You would, you would not have the balls to show up here without any final thoughts in a bullet rating. No. Let's hear them. This is, a, this is an important one. It, uh, I can remember seeing it as a young ute, and uh, it stuck What's with a me. Ute? You know, two utes. Uh, this one, I love a good fucking creature feature. Damn and straight. You and I harp. Got a whole month of them here. You and I harp on fucking computer generated this and that, and yeah. how it's not the same. Yeah. And yeah, there's a couple of parts where it's like, okay, that's clearly, you know, like green screened in where it's just, you know, mm-hmm. shooting mm-hmm. a miniature and just merging it in with your main, whatever. doesn't matter. Fucking works, man. Show me the fucking yeah, monster. There was only like one bad green screen shot in this movie that I didn't like. I like the rest of the special effects. You really got to get me to get me to jump at a fucking cartoon, but you get a good fucking practical Build monster here. Puppet. And I'm riding on something. Now, one thing I don't like, mm. Kevin Bacon. Mm. Why don't you ever come back to the franchise, man? Yeah, why didn't you take your shirt off at any point during this movie, at least? Kevin Bacon Old is girl took her pants off. doing straight-to-Apple shitty fucking horror movies right now that I've yeah. seen. And, like, the Fred Ward-Kevin Bacon relationship was the movie. Like, how do you make a sequel to this without that relationship? Fred makes Ward, no sense to me. he's an easy get. You're 100%. telling me you can't find a way to like get Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon back on board and Michael Gross is like, I got special help this time around. Right. Even Vin Diesel came back to the Triple X franchise. Thank you. You can't get a Tremors reunion. Now failing. Even Vin Diesel. Now, all right, moving on now. What I like, we said this movie did a good job with toning down the F word to make it more, you know, palatable mm-hmm. for the children's. Yeah. Little mother humpers, buddy. Yeah, I liked it because what it did—it spawned movies moving forward. You want a little grittier? You want a little something nastier? A little right. whatever? Go watch Slither. Not it's your, this movie. Not your daddy's tremors. It's this movie for perverse adults. You know, like it—that's mm-hmm. where you can get Slither's a good one. The edgier shit, like do uh, I don't know. It, I was I was also edging when I was watching Sliver. Not Sliver, Slither. Oh. You oh. pervert. Oh, sorry. I got confused. If you're not edging while watching Sliver, you ain't watching it right. That's a given. 100%. We all know that. It, it's a good fucking movie. There's just some part of it though that always loses me around the halfway point where I'm never fully invested. Oh, oh wow. I don't know oh, what wow. it is. I don't know what it is about this movie. It's a buck 30. You're in and out, mm-hmm. you know, hour or 130 minutes, whatever. Not 139, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Bleh, I know how to tell And time. six, plus an extra six. Well, yeah, either, on either way, it's close enough. Minutes. Close enough close to 90 enough. minutes. I qualify it. It's a great movie. Almost really great. But just more so really, really, really good. I got to go three and one halves of a bullet. Three and a half bullets is a strong rating for a B-movie creature feature. I'm not going to argue with that. However, I am going to argue that I like it a little bit more than that. You can. A little bit more than that. Um, I do have some complaints. Okay. I think that not enough characters die. Like 90% of the main characters live to the end for no reason. Because like half of them don't need to be there. Blonde yeah. lady can die. Nancy. 
old Mexican guy can die. Like, there's no reason for these. We couple more like bloody like murders of characters that we care yeah. about. Like, would have pushed this over the top. Fucking Melvin is built up through the whole first half of this movie yeah. to like be the big cheer. Like, ah, finally Melvin's dead, and he got he got waxed the worst. Melvin survives to the end of the movie. Nobody wants to see Melvin survive. How about, bro, you know Reba ain't coming back for the right. second. Reba's a big star. People would have Kill talked. her in your monster movie. Remember when House of Wax killed Paris Hilton? Going out in a blaze of glory. People went to see that shit. Yeah, fucking House of Wax. I just rewatched that a couple of, a couple of days ago. That's a good one. It, it holds up. Other than that, I've got no complaints about Tremors. I no. like everything else about it. This it is a childhood great. favorite. It might be the best big monster fucking attacking things movie of all time. I don't know if there's one better. That's fair. I mean, you can go like, oh, I'm a Toho nerd, Gojira or whatever. For my money, what about Jaws? Tremors is where it's at as far as monster movies. Four bullets. I'm giving it a solid four bullet rating. There's not much I'd change about Tremors. I'm always happy to see Tremors on the TV. I'm never going to flip it off. We're watching it to the end. I don't don't discredit you. I think you're fair with your four bullet statement. It's mostly because of those uh, white cotton panties. But you and Man Cow. I know, yeah. Push me over the edge. Remember when you and Man Cow used to go to all those WCW pay-per-views and just talk about white cotton panties? Man Cow, haven't heard from you in a while. Shout out. Call me, bro. Hit me up. What you doing? You uh, and Turd can get some beefs. Shout out to to a friend of the show, you know, Man Cow Muller. Me, you, and Turd. It's time we repair some some burnt bridges. We need to just have our big uh, crossover episode where we get Sven Gulli and Man Cow on here. <laughs> We've got a big 150th episode coming up next yeah. week, Matt. I don't want to make any promises. Big guests but, uh, coming. Look forward to it. It might be Sven Gulli and Man Cow. Big, big guests. Big, big episode. We need big guests, and we need a big movie, and we need a big time fucking monster movie. That's why we're fucking doing Starship Troopers. Oh, one week from now. Shit. Here on the podcast. Shit. It's, it's a monster mash. It's baby oil Radiard and smash. blow, mother sucker. Drop your top, kiss your ass goodbye, and stay single. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from its slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrodes. They did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. 